Hi there, this is Matthew Mercer, resident game master here at Critical Role, to welcome you to this podcast version of the show. If you'd like to watch the stream as it airs, you can catch it Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role or youtube.com slash critical role. Twitch subscribers can access the video on demand immediately after the broadcast, and it also becomes available on YouTube Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific. Podcast episodes land right here on the Critical Role Podcast Network on Thursdays a week after the initial broadcast. Okay, with that info dump out of the way, let's dive into the story. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy-ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons. I know it's November 1st, and Halloween was last night, but that's bullshit, because we would have missed Halloween, so we're doing it anyway. Yeah! Halloween's what you want it to be! (laughs) Apparently I have a type when it comes to Halloween costumes. But after having enough people send me pictures of new Dante going, he looks like you. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna embrace it." Um, so yes, uh, well, I guess we'll go around real fast and <laughs> introduce our costumes because <laughs> it sounds like fun right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm Dante from Devil May Cry Five. Um, the, the, be- <laughs> the best I could do in uh, one week's time, most of which was spent in London. Um, uh, what about you? Uh, I'm Sherlock Holmes, because that's the best I could do in two hours' time uh, <laughs> after figuring out that I was supposed to do this uh, while working on another project. So, yes. There you go. I am ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, you did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that face paint that we can help complete the look? <laughs> nope, uh, is that? <laughs> Nine dollars. <laughs> Liam. Ha, ha, I'm Kylo Ren! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Nothing else. Sorry, Dad. (laughs) Marisha? I'm Lisa Frank Castle. That's by by far the most put together costume at this table. Thank you. Travis. I'm the bargain bin. I had a cowboy hat. <laughs> and I gave you some gloves. I think these belong to an Eminem character? Uh, yeah, or Pac-Man, I'm not sure. Hey! <laughs> you look like you're trying to sell baked beans. Yeah, I was a panda last night. I didn't have a fucking costume. I wasn't wearing that again. That shit was hot. Oh, man. Well, perfect. Uh, sadly, we're missing uh, Laura Bailey tonight. She is off doing rehearsals for BlizzCon tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I will be there as well both days. So those of you who are watching or are on the virtual ticket, check it out because there's some fun stuff going on. Um, but before we get into the rest of our announcements, first we have two fantastic sponsors tonight. The first of which is the fantastic Tour Books, Liam. Tour Books. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I have come from a galaxy very far away <laughs> to talk to you about Tor Books. Tor Books is America's largest. <laughs> this is serious. Largest publisher of science fiction and fantasy. From Tor Books comes Oathbringer. In book three of the Stormlight Archives, humanity faces a new desolation with the return of. The Voidbringers, Matthew. A foe with numbers as great as their thirst for vengeance. Find Oathbringer out now in paperback wherever books are sold for more of the latest science fiction and fantasy releases. Follow at Tor Books. That's T-O-R Books. I'm going to resume doing (laughs) unspeakable things. (laughs) 
Toll books. <laughs> Kylo Walken? Uh, I'm trying uh, to. I think that was Jackie Mason. It's <laughs> a really bad Jackie Listen to him again. He has a very <laughs> subtle Brooklyn accent. Like very like a hint, yeah. 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 I like it. Well, you actually you've directed him, so you would know. I did one time, yes. Anyway. <laughs> oh, it was great. Oh it was great. It was a great project. I love Star Wars. I, I'm dressed as him. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. All right, and our fantastic returning second sponsor for tonight are our friends at D and D Beyond. If you have somehow still not checked out D&D Beyond, it is the official digital toolset for Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. Everything is there at your fingertips. The source books, the digital character sheets, the homebrew content creation. Go to dndbeyond.com now to check out how easy they make playing D&D. Now, you guys all know that first and foremost, I am a filmmaker. And I am proud to announce that tonight, I've teamed with D&D Beyond to create my first ever foray into stop motion animation. No. You did not. I don't want to say that it's better than The Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. <laughs> but I'll let you guys say that. Um, wait till you see it for yourself. Uh, let's roll my film. Oh my god, what have you done? Oh my goodness. Thank you. You know, it was any, any film like this is a collaborative process. I have so many people I want to thank. Oh, I'll try so to keep humble. it quick. Oh. So our cinematographer, uh, Giuseppe Fister, wonderful work, powerful work. Our gaffer, Blumpkin Styles, the most daring in the biz. Sound mixer, Randy Cockburn, didn't think you could pull it off like that. Best boy, Mike Litteris, I can't believe I found you. The produ our producer, Willie Stroker, you've got a finger on the pulse, sir. Casting director, Ima Dumas, and of course my agents at CAA, Amanda Hump, Keeper Cummings. Dixon Beavers, Harry Sachs, Otto B. McCracken, Wilma Fingerdew, Irma Wanker, Drew P. Weiner. No, I'm sorry, Drew P. Weiner. Um, thank you all for believing in this project. Also, the, my inspiration, my mentor, Hugh Janus. Uh, Mr. Janus, wherever he is, I think Hugh Janus is smiling down on all of us tonight. And of course, D&D &D Beyond, we did it, guys. It took three years, but we did it. Thank you. Well done. Thank you, Sam, and thank you, our friends at TD Beyond, for making this happen on a weekly basis. Wow. We've been on the yesterday. How did you have time for that? We were in London two days three years, ago. Three years it's been in the works. So we, it's a, yeah, it's been in post wow. for months. Wow. <laughs> I'm so glad that you know, DreamWorks is willing to work with you based on how much Disney you would do. Um, all right. Yeah, uh, I just I have to add. Also, I forgot. I'm apparently I, I just uh, announced I'm going to be at LostCon uh, November 23rd through 25th. So if you're in LA and want to check out uh, check out the convention, I'll be uh, hanging out there talking about D and D and voiceover and all sorts of things like that. So awesome. LostCon L O S C O N. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. That's, that's awesome. what I got. Fine, thousand you. Mm -hmm. um, 
All right, so our final episode of this batch of Between the Sheets aired this past Monday and is now available on YouTube, where uh, our fantastic host, Brian W. Foster, talks to me. Um, it's, uh, it's a bit of an emotional one, um, but I hope you enjoy it. Uh, check it out on uh, at youtube.com slash critical role. And uh, yeah, uh, I think that, that ends this batch. We'll be back very soon uh, with the next batch of new guests and new stories. The fantastic it was host. Real good, Matt. You did a great, great job. I watched it on the cab ride home from the airport. Oh shit! Thank you. So good. Thank so you. So good. Amazing. I, I didn't expect it to get as deep as it did, but um, here we are. Anyway, I hope you enjoy it. Um, the next episode of All Work No Play will debut this Friday at uh, Twitch.tv/CriticalRole at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, this week, Liam and Sam learn how to fire spin with our fantastic, our own, my wife, Marisha Ray. Yay! I you were great, Mark. The other, I was other two, though. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see it. I've only seen bits and pieces, and it's pretty absurd. Your so. wife's <laughs> but only from the fire. Right? Yeah, <laughs> no, I feel it to ignite. Um, so check it out uh, this Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Travis, you have something to talk about. Yes, uh, through the month of November, we are raising money for my favorite charity, Operation Supply Drop. Yeah! They are amazing. OSD has helped over 750,000 members of the military community uh, with supply drops. They have initiatives, they have job training, they have skill workshops for people that are going from active military work through their transition into civilian life and they just touch so many people. I, I love this organization. I've been following them for years. Um, if we hit our $25,000 goal, uh, we are going to host a special first-person shooter stream with me. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I used to be good. I'm not so yeah. much anymore since baby days, but I'm, I'm like gonna train. Oh my gosh. I'll have like a montage. Deep oh. down that rabbit hole good, for right? years. Oh my god, I yeah. liked playing with you. I never won. But I enjoyed the process. Thank you, right? It's all about the commentary that happens, right? And yes. if we hit that goal, we will do that. Um, details and to donate, you can uh, see everything at critroll.com slash OSD. Woo! Yeah! Amazing. Amazing. Thank so you, Travis. Thanks. Daylight Savings Time hits the US this week. Um, so make sure for those who are outside of the US, uh, as far as like times, you can check out the shows and our rest of our content. Go to whenisCriticalRole.com uh, for updated airtimes in your time zone. So keep an eye out on that. Um, is that a good kind of time change again here? Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 yeah, we gain an hour. You fall back. We sleep. Yeah. That's good. Yes, right. we gain an hour. So I was bringing forward. I appreciate that. Our six hours. Archaic, <laughs> archaic, unnecessary means of changing our time. Damn you, Benjamin Franklin. I know. We're getting two daylight savings times because we have one in London too. So we get we we get two hours. Yeah, it's nice. To like travel the world. I think that works that way. Sure it does. You might be right. Damn it, they don't. You might be right. <laughs> I, I want a judgment call on that. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Uh, absolutely destroyed any gain we got. I know. I know. I'm well aware. <laughs> Last but not least, I want to thank all of our fantastic European critters and beyond who came out to MCM London this Whoa. past weekend. Seriously. Um, Shit. Our first, uh, first European convention, uh, and it was magnificent. The turnout was insane. You guys broke MCM London. Uh, confusing all sorts of other guests about what the hell this thing is. <laughs> um, 
I love the fact that, that uh, Kit Buss, our official artist in the first campaign, had a far longer line uh, than Frank Miller the entire weekend. It was pretty fantastic. The All the love in the world Frank for Frank Miller. Miller. Yeah, yeah. legendary yeah. Frank Miller. He's phenomenal. That is crazy. He's but he's not Kit Buss, I mean. But also lots of love to Kit Buss, who is a good friend of the show and a good friend of ours, and mm -hmm. it was so cool meeting you guys from all over the fucking planet, mm -hmm. man. Amazing. Yeah. Got to meet like a bunch of people from the CR Translate team, a yeah. bunch of fantastic artists and writers, and just general amazing community members. Thank you all for coming out. And of uh, course, Arsqueef. And of course, Arsqueef. Yeah. Uh, a legitimately fantastic gentleman. Um, this definitely will not be our last time to Europe. Don't worry, because that was amazing. Laura and I will get our travel situation fixed. Sure. We didn't know raw plutonium was not allowed in the UK. <laughs> we travel with it always. It is a fantastic gem, sure. right? You yeah. charge it under the moonlight. Sure. Yeah. It's, your just radiates. it's your wedding bands. You can yeah. take yeah. that off. Right. And what's great is the, the longer you keep it next to Ronan, he doesn't actually have to feed. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Um, I believe that's the extent of our announcements, and as such, that brings us in to tonight's episode of Critical Role. to Travis on that one. Uh, <laughs> see ellipses at the end yeah. of point. Like a little squeak. Um, so, last we left off, the Mighty Nine, in pursuing a thread of a mysterious orb that seemed to connect in some way to the, uh, the entity in which Ford has somehow connected himself to and as such been granted these strange eldritch powers, led you southward from the Menagerie Coast after commandeering a ship called the Mist, turned into the Mistake. Followed it through some dangerous reefs to a pirate ship called the Squall Eater, and there on the captain of Antica. You made a pact with her, as whether the choice was to either die, um, to help aid her and a companion she had hired for this to help navigate this island, this kind of strange, uh, seemingly uh, dangerous or cursed island, uh, to which you made your way through the jungles of this uh, Urukazel. Managed to avoid lizard men. Managed to barely sneak through a, an ancient city of Yon Ti, uh, making your way to the top of this temple, 
and through the interior. A series of battles later, an encounter with a strange, uh, lightless internal orchard in which two of the fruit within had been eaten by two members of your team and have been tripping balls ever since. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, you made your way to the bottom subterranean guardian chamber where you met a Yonti abomination that was laying guard, it seems, to the true guardian, a large hydra. Now, the Hydra had turned around and laid waste to much of your party, but you managed to, through a series of clever choices, uses of fire magic, and some rapid assaults, managed to cleave all the heads from its body and kill it just in time. Its corpse now lying fresh onto the ground, Captain Avantika seeming uh, pleased and impressed by the display of these strange new uh, compatriots that have now come to work under her. You now sit within the stillness of this chamber able to now finally take a moment to look about and see what secrets or mysteries it holds. So, Mighty Nine, what would you like to do? Oh. Was <laughs> any of that real? <laughs> oh no, you're still. <clears throat> we just need to wait this out. We uh, killed all the uh, creatures. Is it the two of them that are coming? Yes. Yeah, okay. How many? Um, how many eyes do I have right now? Because it feels like I have three of them. You do. You have three eyes. <laughs> That's good. That's good. What's Avantika doing? Uh, Avantika at this point is, is sitting down for a second and just kind of getting her breath. Um, the rest of you who are still like up in the hallway, um, which would make just Jester, Caduceus, and. Uh, Jimetti and Caleb all begin to slowly descend the stairs. Whoa. Yeah, it's uh, been a fucking thing in here. <laughs> What's so funny? Hey, zip it. <laughs> the the Hydra, did it back into the hole? Or no, it's it still out? it's currently slung over the side of the staircase that curves down into the subterranean chamber. Yeah. So, how do they make you sound differently? It feels like you sound different because of the gloves. But um, I think it's just in my head. Yeah, yeah, just in your head. I just, you know, I got stung by some wasps out by the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I need y'all Benadryl. Um, it's like all right, two healing potions and an EpiPen. Hold on. Uh, yeah, that was a thing. Um, Caduceus. Yeah. Is Jametti up there? In theory. Jametti's currently standing at the top, kind of glancing around the, the side, and. I assure you it's safe now. Oh, yeah. Hey, you guy. How come you did not do anything? Oh. Kind of glances around and steps down another step. I was not paid to do anything of this sort. I was a guide, I was to delve. I am not skilled in the ways you are, and I'm not stupid to throw myself in front of a beast so large. You worried you could maybe die? You're always pretty touch and go. You want to sit back and stay safe and then get eaten? I am really not myself right now. Yeah, you're being like super aggro. Breathing real hard. It's kind of intense. Is anybody wearing any weapons? Uh, actually, make a perception check. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'm going to use this new d20 to see how that goes. 
Oh, where'd you get that? Con. Aha! That's wow. good. Good start. Uh, that's a good start. Um, 27. Uh, looking at this person, he has a short bow uh, and a dagger, and that is it. He's not, he's not armed for a means of any sort of main assault. In fact, most of his equipment and, and materials and the way he's, he's armored and dressed is for expediency, um, lack of, of sound, and meant to blend into his surroundings fairly easy. A lot of like browns and grays and dull greens. Um, he's definitely more of a scout and a tracker based on his skill set from what you've seen than any sort of frontline fighter. Over to a Vantica. As you as you kind of approach, you can see she gets up and uh, rummages off the side and pulls off a small lantern that she kind of keeps knocked into the side of her uh, her belt. Do I see anything else tucked up under there while she's doing that that looks of interest or of importance? Make a perception check. Okay. Okay. Nineteen. Nineteen. Nothing in particular beyond what she previously had uh, that you can tell at the moment, no. Um, but this this very, it's like a small lantern, maybe that big, and she pulls a piece of cloth out that was meant to keep it from making or clattering or making any noise on the inside. She pulls out the cloth, tucks it into a pocket, and watches she kind of ignites the end of an oil wick, and the lantern kind of glows a bit and gives off some light, and she begins kind of walking along the walls of the inside of the chamber. I'm, I'm gonna take, I'm actually, uh, Let's, I'm going to cast detect magic. On the lantern. Um, on everything. On I'm everything. just going to. I'm going to, including our friends and everything in the room. Yeah. Okay. I'll just. I'll mirror Avantika's movement on the other side of the room. Okay. Um, I like to look at things. So as you cast detect magic, um, a few things. I mean, all of your friends give off a faint aura. Um, everything but Jamedi gives off a magical aura. You also sense. The columns themselves have a fairly powerful, deep magical uh, aura to them. Um, that's the most you can see at the moment. All right. Nothing Jemetti is wearing at all is giving off a. Nothing. Okay. Um, board. As you begin to kind of walk along the uh, what would be considered the southern walls around the side of the chamber, uh, you and Avantika kind of looking across, you can see. The, the walls appear to be made of the same eldest stone that this temple is made from. The newer materials that have been kind of plastered and set against what once was this original temple um, did not make its way this far into the basement. Uh, it seems that there is no intent to cover, or at least hasn't gotten to the point of covering what originally lined the walls of this chamber, and as such, the original carvings remain. And what you see are three massive carved murals on that wall, that wall, and this far side, mirroring the placement of the three pillars. These murals stand probably 15 feet tall and about 20 or so feet wide. Um, and you can see them depicting these giant, faintly detailed and gently colored scenes, though a lot of the coloration seems to have faded with just dust and time. Uh, but you can see some of the stone has been stained or painted to show some variation in color. So you can make out the simple shapes to kind of fill out this much larger tapestry on the stone before you. The one on that far wall, as you come across it, you see what looks to be a crowd of people. Simple design, but definitive 
heads and shoulders and legs, you can see the, the humanoid form, and there are many, many clustered around the base of this mural. Above them, you can see what looks to be three larger humanoid figures that are haloed by some sort of what looks like a light or a, an aura that kind of elevates them beyond this crowd. Three figures. And then over the top of that, taking up probably 60% or more of this mural, you see what looks to be a humongous bird of dark purple flame that is wreathing the sky above this crowd. You see its wings curved upward and then bent down. You see where the wings end, fire just curls and burns, and the, the feathers and the edges of these wings definitively come up into a purple and dark gray flame with bits and specks of deep red. At the top, you can see where its head looks down, the beak long and pointed. There are three eyes across its face, and in each of these eyes, you see set a rather large onyx stone. It's a bird? A, a large flaming bird. Like a phoenix? Like a phoenix, but dark, dark purples, purples and grays and deep reds in color. Three eyes. Three, yeah, three, eyes. three eyes, each one is an onyx stone? Each one of those eyes is an onyx stone, probably about that big. Uh, Mr. Ford, I, I feel like I should mention I'm keeping a lookout for anything and getting a bit of a magical aura from the three columns. I don't know if it's related to this. Are you reading anything off of the, all of the eyes that I'm seeing, those stones? You don't see any magical essence on the carving or the stones just from those pillars. And glancing at the pillars, too, you can see there's faint kind of carved designs and shapes, just like a, almost like a, a swirling, uh, almost serpentine circles and curves that kind of chain into each other and swirl off. It, it, looks, it looks almost like, imagine a column made of uh, chains, if you will. But, it, but the patterns are erratic in places and don't seem to follow. Oh, and the three columns are very similar. There's no unique. There's nothing unique about the, the, the pattern within them. Doesn't deviate too much. It's From what you can tell, no. All right. So that's the far wall. If you continue curving around to the one closest to me, you meet up with Avantika. At that point, she holds her lantern up, um, and you can see a very similar layout. You see uh, a very familiar showing of a, a crowd, much like the previous one, though uh, some of their shapes have different shoulders, it looks almost like their clothing, or whatever their, their uh, accoutrements are, are different, so it seems to, to insinuate a different people. And above them, three more figures stand, shown larger and emanating some sort of radiance or aura. And above that, you see what looks to be this Gesundheit, uh, this giant coiled serpent of scale, fin, and eyes made of amber. Each of these eyes is a separate amber piece, about, about that big around, or the size of a large gold piece, all along the coil of its body. And you see at the very top, where it's rearing up, this very kind of long, thin, pointed, uh, almost lizard-like maw opens up, and behind it, this giant tidal wave is curling and frozen in place, looking like it's about to bear down on and either destroy or sweep away the crowd below it. 
question. Does uh, the eyes in this picture bear any resemblance to the tattoos I spied through the window when I eavesdropped through Frumpkin on Ford and Avantika's uh, conversation? Very much so. Very much so, okay. Two eyes on this one? Uh, uh, on, on this one, the the head of it has three eyes three as well. Eyes also. But the ex- but the body itself has eyes evenly spaced around the entire length of its coiled body. And amber for the three eyes on the head, or every single every time? single eye on it is a piece of amber, matching size. Uh, the eyes are they? <clears throat> they're there, right? It's it's part of the mural. They're not missing or recessed or anything. They all appear to be present. You described the first group uh, look just humanoid, no strange features, just arms, legs, head. But uh, for the second one with the serpent, they're a little uh, weird. More details have been put into them. More care has been placed into their carving. Okay. Onyx eyes for the first creature. Amber eyes for the second. second. And what about the third? Um, I'll go over and look at the far mural. Okay. Avantika continues curving around, kind of look with a big, kind of wide-eyed smile on her face. As she passes by, she goes, "This is incredible." Yes, it's a very stimulating. <clears throat> Have you ever seen imagery like this before? Uh, I can only assume this is carved by the king now. The, the yeah, yep, the king now. The king Nope, the king now. <laughs> They, uh, they're the followers of uh, Ukatoa, right? Look at these characters. The key now? Uh, can, can, can now. She continues curving around. Bo and Caduceus, as you walk to the other wall, that side of the chamber, there you see what looks to be a, a curling, thick worm of some kind. Uh, it's folded skin and tooth-like scales burrowing up to produce mountains over the crowd, cliff faces made of stone and rock that appear to be breaking and about to plummet into the crowd below. There beneath it you see three figures once more elevated, the same kind of wreath around them of some sort of radiance or light. The people below don't seem scared. There's no sign of fleeing or fear, just a gathering. But you see within this large, terrifying worm-like creature, uh, its form bulbous with these strange protrusions, these these spine-like scales that you can imagine would pull it through the broken earth. Um, you see this ring of teeth that accentuates where its mouth is. Uh, and on the inside, you can see what looks to be where a tongue would be. There instead are three eyes across the inside of its mouth. Um, these appear to be made of some kind of ivory, some polished white material. Wow. That is vivid. Um, also, the three figures on each wall, are they a standard humanoid form? The larger? three figures all appear to be humanoid. They're not detailed enough to the point where you can see features to differentiate between, you know, elven, human, halfling. Do they seem to be the same three on each? On each, or is it just sort of silhouettes of? It's just silhouettes of three. People. Three figures. Okay. Three figures. <clears throat> fuck. 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 Hear Avantika's voice echo from across the way as she goes. These are the chosen. She brings light over towards the one of Ukatoa, on the wall, and goes. I guess that makes uh, this one me. And she takes her finger and 
kind of takes a little blood from the corner of her mouth in the fight and draws a little smiley face on one of the three. And is this one? Is you? And goes and draws another face in the middle one. I can see the resemblance. <laughs> the question is, if that's you and that's me, who's our third friend? It's a very good question. You said you had met only one other chosen before. Only one, yes. And what happened to them? Uh, they were, um, they were a very informative partner. The other one that introduced me to the, um, the great possibility of power under Ugator. We traveled this ocean for quite a number of years together, but they proved to be a coward. They took, took something important uh, to our mission and vanished. And I've spent many years trying to uh, recover what they stole. And with no luck, I figured it was more worth my time to just pillage enough coin to pay other people to find them for me. And so far, uh, based on the fact they brought you to me, much more successful endeavor, huh? Indeed, uh, this person that seemed to have shown you the light, did you try to track them down? Do you know anything about them or where they might be? They would seem to be very um, useful in our current situation. This is very true. Well, it seems I may have some information. Let's get back to the ship. Huh? Let's uh, finish our business here and let's talk over a glass of wine. Well, we're obviously not in a huge rush. We have not explored all of this. This is true. And she begins to make her way towards the well at the center of the chamber. I was heading that way myself. Is there any uh, writing of any kind? Glancing about at the pillars, yes. you too can see within the shapes glowing runes that trace from ceiling to floor, then across the ground and all meet at the well. And am I able to read it with the comprehend languages that should still be cooking because it's an hour-long spell? It's not technically a language. Okay. These are runes. Mm-hmm. These are, are glyphs of some kind. Um, make an arcana check. Yeah. Come on, dice. Good to me. No. Uh, that is uh, 17. 17. Uh, these, there are different Epochs in historical time in which there have been advances and developments of arcane runes and sigils. Um, there is the early basis of magical runes, which is a, a deviation of draconic as a language, and then there are you know ways that they've been altered and, and made more efficient. These are very old base early draconic runes. Um, as such, they hold a lot more uh, very very primal magical power. Um, and usually, usually reserved for larger rituals and magics that are meant to last for very long periods of time. Um, the nature of the magic on these runes, from what you can tell, uh, it's a little hard to get the direct essence, but there is uh, some sort of an abjuration-based magic. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go investigate the, um, not the, not the Hydra, the, pool, the, the water pool. The, the pool other, water. no, the yeah. other, the creature that I killed. All right, you head on over to the um, to the other team. As you approach, you can see uh, the body lies there, tongue kind of rolling out and uh, drool and blood, a mixture of, of, of 
thick uh, saliva mingling with the, the dark kind of black purple blood at the corner of its mouth, its eyes wide open and kind of rolled back. It's dark, thick green scales of its snake-like head and thick muscular scale torso all lie limp across the stone where it was slain. Uh, you can see its, its blade is clattered to the ground a few feet from its grasp and its uh, uh, like polished marble and silver shield kind of scattered a few feet from its form. Uh, the rest of its tail just coils and is limp off to the side from there. I'll just kind of rifle around looking for any sort of keys or, or objects. Uh, 25. Nice. Uh, you find on its body uh, 26 pieces of gold. Um, only gold, no other pieces of coin on its body. Um, the blade is a very, very large blade. Uh, it looks like it's well made, it's both for ceremonial purposes and for actual combat. It is. Is both beautiful and very well made, um, and the shield itself is is also exquisitely crafted and I'll shows no signs of wear. I'll take the shield and just kind of hang on to it until I can give it to someone who wants it. Okay. At this point, Avantika has walked to the edge of the well and kind of looks down into the space below. I walk up behind her and I just go, ah! Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually push her in, but I just okay. want to freak her out. Yeah, she's gonna do that. She she whips around as you do that, and both her hand grabs your wrist to deflect it, and you rent you wrench your wrist free just as a, as a natural instinct, and you both have this like moment of like. Uh. You know, I do have a solution. I think for this, Jumetti, you worthless sack of shit. You haven't done a damn thing since we've gotten this temple. You uh, like to scout ahead, go forward, get your ass down that well. He's still up at the top of the stairs. He goes, well, for one thing, I was paid to go to the temple and no further. The fact that I have even come this far is because I need to claim my pay. Why do you want a cookie? Get down the fucking well, let's go. Uh, Avantika goes, actually, I think ladies first. Well, I, I would insist to join you if that is the case. Hmm. May the best one win, huh? And she dives in. Oh, shit, boss. Really? <laughs> Can I talk to you for a second before you go down there? Real quick. These, <laughs> the, uh, the uh, pillars are covered, you know, so when I do the shield, I cover myself and protect these, the columns have that in the pillars them. are magic? Yeah, but, but it's protection. It's, it's holding something in or, or Holding something back, uh, uh, and we know what that thing is with the yellow eyes. But what is the tapeworm? I don't know. And go, find okay, go. I don't want I her to get too far ahead. Okay, cool. Okay, you jump in, and first off, uh, Caleb's distraction has given her quite a lead. Yeah. Um, she's uh, a fairly accomplished swimmer and is making her way down. Uh, this well continues on for a good. Uh, 70, 80 or so feet below. The water is cold, but it, feet is the same as you're walking. it is salt water. Oh. Salt water. Yes. It Ooh. is salt water. Not brackish, but salt water. Right. Okay. Um, so anyway, you are swimming after her? Mm-hmm. Make an athletics check. You have advantage because the water is, because of your armor, you're, it's, it's not giving you as much resistance heading south. Uh, athletics or? Athletics. Yeah, yeah. So 19. 19, okay. You begin to close the gap slowly, but she's 
eagerly swimming down with almost a fervor. Um, as you get deeper and deeper into this this column, uh, this this basin below, you can see the the walls of it begin to grow thick with algae and grime, like a, a thick. Uh, it could it could be some sort of a plant matter that's just accrued over the the walls, or it could be um, waste matter from the hydra within its home that has slowly just congealed to cover the walls. Um, but the stone begins to give way to this kind of dark, slick material. And uh, once you hit about the 70, 80 foot point, the tunnel begins to open almost like a giant bulb or a, an internal spherical chamber. Uh, roll another athletics check. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. You guys, she's still keeping a distance from you. Um, heading deeper and deeper in, the uh, the saltiness of the water, the brininess, the flavor in your mouth gets uh, more and more intense. Um, what was once kind of a semblance of seawater is definitively seawater, but like also very, very strongly briny seawater. Um, make another athletics check. Is there, uh, the the bowl, we've entered that chamber, right? Correct. Uh, What's our visibility like? 40, 60? Uh, for, for you, because you have dark vision, mm -hmm. so you can see within like 30 feet of you, essentially. So yeah. as far as you look, the chamber is. There's not a lot it, of natural light, right? No. Yeah. Not at all. Okay. It's pitch black down here. Making sure. Um, and that being the case, you can also. You don't see the bottom of, of the chamber, you just see it kind of open. And just her going and, into And just nothing. her, just, she's gaining. Just she, James Cameron going down yep, to find the Titanic. Yep, just okay. delving straight down into the darkness. Cool. Uh, make another athletics check. Ooh, 20. 20, okay. She did not roll that well that time. She's beginning to tire, it seems, or at least you're starting to pick up speed. Um, as you continue to follow and follow, you get probably about 40 or so feet from her, but she's still ahead of you. Um, Roll again. Natural 20. Natural 20, nice. She rolled okay. Um, you see now the bottom begin to approach. Just within the peripheral of your dark vision, you can see where the floor greets to meet you, and you pick up enough speed to where you both impact the bottom of this chamber at the same time. You both hit. She looks up at you and her eyes meet, and you see a few bubbles kind of escape from her mouth, and you see her just big, wide, toothy grin. And she begins scraping grime off the floor. I do the same. All right, make an investigation check. Okay. I don't know what I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, 23. 23? Yeah, boy. Five. <laughs> well, as the two of you are currently scraping bits of grime and algae off the ground. You can see now there are bits of plants that are kind of growing up like like uh, lightless kelp that seems to have made some sort of a, a living down here in the subterranean water-filled chamber. Um, and as you're pushing through and scraping around, your hand scoops this large bit of grime from, from in front of you, and you can see what looks to be a stone relief at the very, very base of the bottom, a, a, a concave, spherical shape about the size of a fist. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. She notices it, looks at it, and looks at you. What are you doing? Uh... <laughs> can, I, can I try and, <laughs> like, 
like oh. stick my hand in my chest? <laughs> you can. Does it go anywhere? Uh, you go and, and jam your hand, and it's hitting your armor. It's yeah, yeah. You have a full-on leather plate right there. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, like the size of a fist. Uh, yeah, or like but you it's know, like a sphere, it's, right? it, it's it's about that big, and you can see it is it is concave. It's about the size of the of the stone that you had found. Yeah, that's in my body. Poop it out. I don't know how. I don't have an eject button. <laughs> can I summon the falchion? You can. Shh. The falchion appears in your hand, and as you do, this bright yellow light is now emanating from the center oh, of its hilt, where the eye itself is glowing with its own lantern-like. Uh, source, uh, at which point Avantika is now rushing yeah, towards the thing. Which thing's about to happen, and I just jam the eye. Make into an the... initiative roll. Because oh. you, because you gave her enough time to get up right next to you, and now we're going to see who gets to it first. <laughs> oh, six. Six. Yeah. Her hand. She's now pulled the glove from her right hand. And as you go to thrust the hilt of the of the falchion down towards it, you see her hand reach out and just manage to cover the little space first. Uh-huh. As it does, you can see her body kind of like <clears throat> tense for a second. And where her hand is, suddenly this bright, familiar yellow glow seems to now spread from between her fingers, sending beams off in multiple directions. You see her face looks like aghast and shock for a second, and a large bubble kind of escapes from her mouth. She looks over to you with this kind of dazed look and pulls her hand back, and there you can see in the palm, there's this large open wound where like blood's beginning to just kind of like cloud the dark water below, and there in the center of this hole you can see one of the cloven stones there. Uh, uh, uh. At which point you see a bunch of these runes begin to oh, glow in three different directions from around the base of up the sides, up the chamber. The rest of you, kind of looking around, suddenly see this kind of dull blue glow begin to get brighter and brighter from within this well, and you watch as these runes that you guys didn't notice, except for the two of you before, begin to suddenly begin to glow up the sides. The three pillars suddenly begin to spiral and glow as all these runes come to life. And you see as Avantika pulls back and looks at her hand, she looks back at you, her eyes kind of blink for a second. And she just smiles. And you hear <laughs> this earth-shuddering, soulful crack sound just rocks the entirety of the temple. You watch as bubbles suddenly, like this one burst of air that had been trapped in the grime below is all immediately released as one. Kind of rise up to the water above, and you can look around and you can see the interior of this. There is a heavy, black crack in the stone of this chamber. As you guys all hear this earth-shattering bam, dust kind of falls off the ceiling of this chamber from the inside. You look and you watch as the pillars themselves still stand, but there are multiple places in this chamber now where these large black cracks now seem to have snaked their way in one instant burst across parts of the wall. are picking the lock the The glowing runes blink out. I think the lock's packed. Maybe they might need three. There's two of three, and I'm eyeing Jamadi as I say that. 
presumably just two of three. But as long as it's just one, maybe Ford is thinking better of it. I immediately start searching on the ground for another opening. <laughs> Make an investigation check. You know, maybe it's not all here. Maybe it's in another location. Maybe there are two other temples. Twelve. Twelve. You start pulling through the, the weeds and the kelp and the grime and nothing. It's all smooth stone except for this one, one little alcove that you found first. Um, Avantika is now swimming frantically up towards the surface. Frantically? Like, just trying to kick. She lost quite a bit of air. I'll go grab her. You go grab her? Mm -hmm. Okay, make a grapple check, make, a, make an athletics check. Seven. Seven, no, she kicks right out of your grasp. She looks back with a, with an expression of surprise. Pointing at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Make a deception check. Travis, you have your fate, too. Natural 20. Oh. <laughs> okay, she looks confused and continues swimming upward, not, not reading too much into it. Okay. Um, but yeah, she continues to, to clamber up to the surface. The rest of you, as you're looking about, you can see now the surface of the, of the water. Begins to spill over the side of the well. I'm going to start heading towards the, uh, the stairs. I'm going to recommend everybody else. Uh, let's go. That Why sounds not? good. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Of course. And Jess is like, "Oh, this is not very good." Um, where's Ford? She's looking over very nervously towards the uh, the pool, which now the chambers rapidly fill in. You're already at knee height. He likes water. water. He'll be fine. Come on, let's go. Let's get out of here. Jester at the edge of the pool, looking down. Okay, you guys glancing down. Uh, Jimetti is back in the chamber, like his eyes wide. Goes, um, we should go. We should go. Bring her back. She owes me money. I'm grabbing Nott by the scruff and dragging her up the stairs. Ah, you don't have to drag me. I'm going. Okay. 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 Uh, as you guys all begin to climb up the stairs, the chamber's filling very quickly with the water. It's now reaching the base of the stairs, at which point, as you guys, as uh, Bo, you and Jester, there's just enough water now where your buoyancy carries you off your feet, and you're now actually treading water in the oh, chamber. Shit. At which point, Avantika makes it to the surface with a large gasp of air, and but a few moments later, Ford also breaks the surface. Come on, Ford, let's get out of here! What, what's happening? Water! It's bad water! Yeah. All water's bad, but this is even worse! What the hell yeah, happened? It's continuing to fill. Um, the stairway that leads leading upward, the water has now reached the base of the doorway, and you have a few moments, maybe like six seconds or so, before uh, the doorway itself is completely We gotta filled. go. All right, oh, all right let's go. Okay, you're all going into a full swim here, like double move, half speed for all of you guys, so it's going to take you a little bit, already, yeah. except for you. <laughs> All right, you guys are already up there. Um, all right, so as you all get to this stairway and begin to make your way up to the top, the water continues to pour up, up, falling behind you. You get to the stairs and you having to trudge through, you get up to the next, the secondary floor, and there you stand with the uh, the, the walls that are partially relieved and co covered, and there is the, um, the stone uh, slab that is lifted up and there's orchard before you. What do you do? Oh, the orchard, that's right. Were there, sta there were stairs there's up spiral the side, stairs. Right? Yeah, there is the there is the there is the fountain, but that has been it rose back up to the top when this chamber door was opened. Oh, so there's no stairs. Currently, no. It's it's raised up and closed off the front when you open the doorway to get deeper into the basement. We see to the ceiling of this chamber. Make a perception check. With you, disadvantage because you are human. High as high as 
Uh, not to be, uh, make a perception, you said? Yes. 15. 15? Yeah. Uh, glance, I mean, you can see the, 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 the pillar that holds the, uh, the fountain at the top, and there are the stairs still part of it, and you can see where it's up there, but whatever mechanism yeah, rocks it. There, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, that's fine. I'm gonna. Is everybody oh, outside? Is everybody shit. outside? The, is everybody in the chamber now? Damn it. The central chamber is now. The water has now reached the base of the orchard. I'm gonna it's hit filling. the. I'm gonna hit the button to reclose the. To, to close. You don't the, know the button. You never found it. Who? Oh, who did? I don't oh. know who did. It was not. Yeah. Yeah. Could you mind hitting the button to close this thing again? <laughs> oh yes, yes, sure. It was one of these, these holes. I'm gonna just pick one. I go to the north one. Okay. You go oh to the. Go to God. The, which one was I it? I don't know. I don't remember. I'm just gonna go go into one. Of, there, aren't these there? These little holes, right? Uh, there are, as you can see now, the water that has begun to fill up the chamber. It's taking. It's a little slower in here because it's a much wider space now. Um, but you can see eggs starting to flow, float out from the other chambers. Um, the other two rooms were the two uh, hatchery areas where you saw the, the yeah. larger eggs were set. Right. Uh, do I remember hang on. which one was the? I do. I do Make I do. an intelligence check. Uh, nine. Oh, plus six? No, this is not a saving throw. No, it's just North, straight bonus. Plus three. North, plus three, North. so 12. 12. You recall it was in the chamber where you're standing, and it's not too far from the stairs where you guys descended below. Okay. Do I see a, a, a little door, a little hole near where I'm standing? Wait, uh, you look over to the side, uh, make a quick investigation check. Natural 20. Ooh. You reach over and you find it and you sh- sh- hit Come it. On. Come on. The door slams shut and locks you in the room. Locks oh, fuck! But you hear a grinding on the other side of the chamber of the fountain lowering. Oh, shit. Fountain lowering. Right. So fountain lower, but not inside. Not in everybody else who hasn't left that chamber is inside. The only people that said they were leaving that room, I believe, were. Yeah, I, were I was going in chaos. Yeah, I was. Oh, God. So all of you are now locked in that chamber with not. <laughs> Oh wait, can oh. you open it? Wait, we're Again? in the chamber, we're all You're in the all in the chamber with not, yeah. But what happens if that chamber opens? goes downstairs, right? Correct. I will open it up again. <laughs> the, the fountain, the chamber opens up again. Okay, okay. mage hand, oh, okay. come yeah, on yeah, mage hand. Everybody yes. out, everybody out. <laughs> mage hand. Okay, oh. you move around, you cast mage hand. The door slams shut, the two other doors slam shut. The chamber now is about waist high in water. And you watch ah. as the pillar begins to slowly Lower and it is it is a slow water. drag down. Okay, let's go. Come on. Yeah, we're gonna climb. Come on. Climb up. Yeah. Okay. The uh, the stairway itself, if you recall, ends a little bit ways up, and there's a bit of a drop down to get to it. I mean, it it, it slowly comes down and does meet the floor. Um, there's a bit of a lip to get up there now. So if you ascend to the top of the staircase, there is about a ten foot or so jump where it is smooth walls before you can actually get to the top floor. Yeah. Cool. Cool. We'll get up there and drop a drop a rope. Yeah, I can. I can do that. Let's try that. Make the, make Let's the go. Jump. Do you want to jump off a of Yasha or anything? Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'll give me a the boost. The Yasha, cheerleader. Yasha goes over and goes and gives you a boost. Uh, that's going to be okay. You, that, that gives you advantage on your acrobatics jump to try and like. Parkour up the stairs and leap off the sides. Yeah, I'm going to cast Dancing Jesus. Light and send the four globules up around the roof so that everyone can see everything perfectly. Okay. 12 on my acrobatics. Gotcha. You leap, yes. slide off the side, uh, and manage to fall down into the water next to it. You come out of the surface. You guys, the chamber is now halfway full and it's almost starting to reach to the top. It's really slippy. Uh, 
I'm going to try and. Oh, God. Give me a boost! Yeah, you're tall. I'll All right. Uh, I'm actually weak. Somebody stronger should probably give me a boost. I'm going to scurry up. I'm going to scurry up. Cast Mr. Clay. Enlarge on Caduceus so he's twice his size. Oh! Mighty Caduceus. I'm tall now. Yes. Very tall. I might be taller than the whole. Uh, you're you're tall enough to the point where uh, I'd say because it's it's double the size, double right? The size, yeah. so you're 14 feet. You're not tall enough for the whole chamber, but you're well, tall enough to push people through. I'm pushing people through. All right, okay. so alley-ooping one after the other. You go ahead and grab each person oh. and kind of lift them up like a like a little booster into the chamber one by one. You guys all get up into the top now. And Caduceus, you're too big to get up. Yeah, uh, uh, Caduceus, hold Ford's hand. Ford, hold his hand. You got it? Yep. yep. I cast uh, Reduce, and now he is half his size. Oh! <laughs> All right. All right, so you pull Caduceus up. Uh, you guys are now in the chamber, uh, standing there. There's the stairs that lead up, at which point you hear footfalls, and you see coming around the corner down, it seems that the sound of the resounding crack in this temple has drawn the attention of three on T. They turn the corner, you see one of them, two snake arms, a familiar sight as one of the Malsons comes down, and two broodguard are there. What are you doing? The water is now spilling up past out of the hole, and now the top room is now starting to fill with water. Are we in the top level now? Or you are. We are. I'm tapped spell-wise. I'm going to just go and start shooting at the first one. Go for it. Uh, that's not great. It's a 14. 14 to hit. Okay, at this point, the water seems to have accelerated and has now filled the chamber. As you fire. 16 to hit. 16 All right. I am casting spirit guardians and rushing them. Okay. You're now, well, underwater. You take your last breath and you've all completely been submerged in this chamber. Um, the other Yanti you can see in the darkness below here. The only uh, the only bit of light you have are the, glo- the globes still mm-hmm. from you. Mm-hmm. Although, are those concentration? Yeah, I've got a light on my stick oh, anyway. So I'm then because yes. enlarge reduce. Yeah. I, I would have cast a light on my stick then. So okay, so a, you're casting light on your yeah. stick. Um, uh, anybody I don't like within 15 feet is currently getting ransacked by tiny fairies. Okay, what's that? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What's your save? Uh, what's the save on that? Um, uh, the, 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 uh, it's uh, wisdom, I believe. Uh, wisdom 16. <laughs> okay, uh, the Malison succeeds, the uh, the two Broodguard fail. So go ahead and roll damage on that. Uh, that's, uh, sorry, I'm freaking out a little bit. Uh, 3d8 radiant damage. That is correct. That's uh, 11. Uh, one or seven. Uh, 11, uh, 12 points of radiant damage. 12 points of radiant damage, nice. And none of that was like a melee attack or anything? No. Right? Because your damage is reduced since you're teeny. It doesn't mean it's just, they're, they're fairies. Um, All right. Um, and I'm I'm heading straight towards the, towards, towards the exit, towards, towards, the, towards the, exit. the exit. All right, what was the roll you hit for to hit? 16 to hit. 16, that will hit the Malison. Um, you do not get sneak attack, however. That's fine. Uh, it causes nine hit points of damage. Nice. All right. All right, that finishes your go there. Uh, I would probably bonus action. If I had a bonus action, I would shoot again. I'd allow it. So you're like, because you're standing on the water, so as you're like uh, leaning over the surface, you're like, eh, squeezing it out. Uh, it's 16 to hit again. Nice. And another uh, another 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage, one. good. All right, so I now need everyone to roll initiative. Oh, jeez. If I'm on top of the water, how much space do I have? Uh, well, now you don't need more. The water surface begins oh. to crush up beneath you, and then you have to kind of like delve underneath okay. as it meets it. It's filled up, and it's now making its way up the stairs towards the top of the temple. Um, so, uh, 
25 to 20, anyone? 20. All right. I roll for Chester. Terrible. And roll for Yasha. I did. Uh, all right, so. Uh, 20 to 15? Nobody. All right, uh, 15 to 10. Yasha got 13. Wow. Guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, ten to five. Seven and uh, seven and seven, both seven. Oh, seven not nine nine well. over here. Not Caduceus. It's not, and then Cad. I rolled a natural one. Caleb and Jester. Jester had a seven, And then forward at the bottom. And I'm sorry, Dante, could you please um, describe the um, where everyone is physically, the enemies and us, just so I can see it awesome. in my head better? That was my, my Dante. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. The hourglass is gone. Yeah. They me That's okay. It just means that you guys are down in the process and slowly drown. Yeah. Arms oh, don't say that! <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Beyond. Be? And tour books, everybody. <laughs> tour books, tour books, tour books. Tour books, tour books, tour books. <laughs> tour books, tour books, tour books. Nope. <laughs> tour books, tour books, tour books. Tour books, tour books, tour books. Good times. Great times. Good times. Oh shit, we're back here again. Yep. Yeah. Except now it's Drowning. All filled with water. Shit. They're also drowning too, right? I mean, it says they're not like officially in, the, but but there is. Now that we are in combat, <laughs> there is the nature. Fuck. Did we have like some water breathing potions somewhere? Tony Caduceus just made its way up there. There's Bo. There's Jamedi. Alrighty, so. Someone might have a water rating. Top of the initiative order, Bo, you're up first. While you're in water, uh, it is, uh, movement is considered difficult terrain, and uh, if I recall, the uh, attacks are made at disadvantage no. while in water. Okay. It's over our heads at this point. Yeah, we're definitely underwater. And there's, there, do we see the entrance, or the exit ahead of us? Those are the stairs that lead upward, yes. So if we just kind of book it, we'll go. You can, that's an option. We're just going to have these guys that is entirely an option on, our, you can on our butts. Uh-huh. Well, I'm a human with no magical abilities, so I'm going to run. Also, the... Um, <laughs> the trap door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't, uh, I can't do a lot. You have throwing stars. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> Not we have throwing stars. Have the key to the trap door. Uh, yeah, son of Sparta. Uh, the trap door into this place was a, like a metal grate, wasn't it? Not fully. Uh, like there were holes because it was a metal grate, or was it solid? There, there were holes above. <sighs> Not gonna help us. But they were on the ceiling, and they were part of the stonework. Up top, there was an actual door, a trap door that had kept you, that you would lock behind you. Right, but not like metal uh, with holes for the water to go through. No. 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 That you know of. There are there are holes above, which is where the, that would seem to be where the sacrificial blood, uh, drip. blood would yep. drip through into the fountain. Yeah, yeah. So, what you doing, guys? Did you do running for us? Uh huh. All right, so you're swimming? I'm darting, swimming up. Three. I'm going to uh, spend I, a key point to do Step of the Wind. All right, Bo is I've out. Also, I've also got, I've got to be. <laughs> you made it up top. Is she hitting the door or the trap door? Or she no, she's not out of the temple. She's up. She's heading up the stairs. She's up out the of stairs. the. She's out of the battle at the moment. Got it. Um, 
All right, so that finishes Bo's turn. It is now their turn. They both roll really high in initiative, and you guys roll really terribly. Yes, we suck. All right, so the uh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> Malison is closest. Gonna go ahead and is he, within go 50, is he getting within fifteen feet of me? Yes. Okay, then as he enters that space, he has to. Uh, well, he was still within fifty feet of you, so it's top, top of his turn, he takes the save. Um, it's uh, when. Um, uh, your speed is halved while within 15 feet of me, and the creature enters the area for the first time, or on the starts its turn there. All right. Uh, natural 20 net save, okay. so it takes half damage. Still takes damage, but yeah. half. Uh, so the 3d8, that's. Uh, He's very lucky. Yeah. Where uh, Yeah. 19, so half of 19. All right, so nine. This burst of bringing energy in the inside, some uh, bubbles that uh, escape from its mouth, and it just kind of comes forward and it's going to take two swipes at you forward with both of its serpent hands. Um, all right, so that's two attacks. That is going to be a 16 to hit. Misses. No, natural 20, but it has disadvantage because it's in the water. Uh, that is still a 19 to hit. That hits. Alrighty, so this, you do manage to take. From one of the one of the serpents, you manage to just glide out of the way in the middle of the water. The second one, uh, that is four plus three piercing damage. You take seven points of piercing damage, Got it. including ten points of poison damage. Fuck ten of poison. Yep. Diluted by the water. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, because it's straight from the fangs in your bloodstream. God, it surges pain into your chest, uh, and you also lose a bit of air instinctively from the pain. So consider now your your air supply is halved. Okay, is that half my constitution modifier? Um, essentially, the DC is going higher when we start getting okay. to that, uh, depending on how long we're down here. All right. Um, fuck, 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 fuck. All right, so that ends his go. Now it's the two brood guards. Swim four root guards. Brood guards. Brood guards. Yeah. Uh, okay, so he gets into my into my realm. One of them well, is getting into my. They're both already in the radius. So they yeah. both have to make so those saves. Have to make, yes, and I don't have to re-roll. It's the same roll for all three, right? Uh, the top of the turn. It's different turns. Roll oh, again. No, I mean the, the oh the the roll I just used or a new roll. Yep. No, it's, it's it's the top of the turn. It happens. Oh, so. so. All right. That's uh. That's right. Spear guardian happens at the top of the turn. It doesn't happen immediately. Uh, yeah. Top of the turn. Uh, top of their turn. Top of their turn. Right. Okay. So so the damage they would have taken this turn, they've already taken. Oh, so okay. we'll just let that happen. Right. Okay. Marking that. Good to remember. Yeah. All right. So they both move forward. One brood guard is going to go ahead and attack you, not. Ah! It's going to make two, oh, wow. two claw attacks and a bite attack. Oh! Disadvantage on each, though. Uh, the first one is going to be uh, 15. Miss! One claw attack just goes wide. The other one, uh, 16. Hit! All right, one claw, you manage to duck out of the way. The other one slams into the side of your body, pushing you through the water and kind of down into the stonework, uh, causing your, your hip to hit the side. That's going to do uh, four points of slashing damage. Okay. And its giant kind of serpentine mouth of its kind of weird lizard-like body is going to attempt to strike out and bite you. Uh, ooh, two tens. So it's going to be uh, fourteen to hit. Miss. You manage to push up and kind of jam your your hand up into its jaw and keep it from biting you and pushing it away. Uh, the other one is going to be going up towards uh, Yasha. Yasha, who is not raging. Um, so the first one, the disadvantage is going to be uh, fifteen to hit. That hits. 15 hits. Uh, it's going to be claw attack. Ooh, eight points of slashing damage. Okay. 
Next attack with the claw with disadvantage, natural one. That is a complete miss. Yasha kind of takes one claw and kind of just <clears throat> barely just affects it. The other one, she grabs its hand in the middle of the grasp and kind of pushes it back. Um, she grabs her sword ready now, and as she goes to get her blade ready, it's going to go ahead and bite towards the front of her jaw and chest. Um, that is going to be 17. I hit. All right. So she takes six points of piercing damage. Okay. That ends the Brugard's turn. Yasha's up next. Yasha's up next. Cool. Um, 14 points of damage. Yasha's Ooh. also lost uh, quite a bit of air on that time. That was two two hits that hit her. Uh huh. So just mark two hits of of oxygen loss on her. Okay. Keeping tabs on this. This will come Yasha. into play in a bit, depending on what happens. Okay. Um. Where is she on the map? I can't she's see. right there. Uh huh. And she's in melee with somebody. She's in melee with the Brugard. Yes. Okay. She uh, has to fight, because if she leaves, she's going to get hit again, and that would be bad for her right now. Um, with her bonus action, she would like to rage, and she will uh, take two attacks at the one that she's in melee with. Okay, she's in a rage. She, and she will, has to do reckless. We are going to be reckless. Okay, so that makes it just a straight attack, because she has oh, disadvantage she in her water. Okay. Oh, balls and ass. Okay, here we go. Balls. And X. Balls, 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 and balls. 19. Definitely hits. Uh, 3, 6, 6. I don't like this at all. Kill, 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 Again, 13 points of damage. Mm-hmm. 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 That one's looking really bad. She just like after the blasts it took from uh, from the spirit guardians and the two strikes from Ayasha, you can see there's now a cloud of dark crimson in the water around it. It's thrashing about in pain. You can see it kind of like <laughs> looking a bit woozy okay. under the dark water okay. here. Okay. That finishes. Is she gonna move it's, at all? Uh, she will not move at all. She can move around it as long as she stays in melee. She can still. Okay, yeah. around. We'll, we'll come in melee, uh, just more clo- uh, closer to the stairs, please. Gotcha. Yeah. That's what I figured. All right, that finishes Yasha's turn. Knots up next. Um, who had I shot before? Which one? You had shot this one. Can I do something unconventional here, Matt? Yes. And undo my last shot. So give him back 11 points of damage because I am holding a keg of pa- gunpowder, and there's no way I can reload a, a crossbow while holding a, a keg of gunpowder. I mean, you can like drop it for the moment, okay. fire it, and then pick it back up. All right. I'll let that happen. <laughs> Good job, uh, catch it. Uh, all right. Because, because there is water and it's already soaked, you can be just like. Okay. Pick it back up. All right. I'll say narratively, it makes sense. Yeah, like, oh, he started to sing <laughs> and scooped it up again. Uh, it all right. Really fast. Well, then, uh, to the one who's on me, all, all up in my grill, uh, I'm going to touch them and cast Shocking Grasp. Oh. Uh, which is a. Uh, I, it's a melee spell it's attack. It's a melee spell attack. So right. I roll a disadvantage. With right? disadvantage, yes. Um, nine plus six. Fifteen. Fifteen hits. Okay. Let's see fourteen. Um, I've no, I don't know if I've done this before. Let's see here. I'm at fifth level already, so that's two D eight. Mm-hmm. Two D eight. What's damage. an eight? Uh, it looks like a little. <laughs> there it is. There you go. Uh-huh. Hey, eight points of damage. Eight points of damage to it. As you reach out and grab it. You watch as its tongue kind of uh, retracts into its head and its eyes go wide. <laughs> loses some air, and uh, it eventually kind of shakes and pushes off your hand. And it's also a verbal spell. A what? Verbal. You have to speak. 
Is, does that work? You can do it, it do. one time. You can do it, but you lose a bunch of air to do it. Oh boy. <laughs> I hate water. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna swim away as fast as I can, or, or do I, I still have to disengage, right? That didn't, yes, you do. I will bonus action disengage, Okay. and swim um, around, uh, past, like around forward so I don't get, yeah, like around this way. That's as far as you can get. Go, going towards the, uh, yeah, towards the exit. It's swimming over. With one hand. That finishes your go yep. not. Uh, it is now Caduceus, Caleb, and Jester. You guys can decide amongst yourselves the order. Um, I'll go last. I'll go first, because I'm scared. Uh, I am going to use my air to cast Expeditious Retreat on myself. So I, too, am going to spit out some air as I do this in the water. And that doubles my speed, and which I can use a bonus action for dashing plus mm -hmm. my movement. And I want to swim up five feet, and then towards the stairs. Okay. So five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Then five, ten, fifteen, twenty-five, thirty. Yeah. So that puts you about there. Yeah. Okay. And so that's your. That's everything. Yep. That's everything. So you're like right about there on the steps. Oh god. I'm dead. Put you there. Swimming. High Swimming through the air. <laughs> okay, that finishes Caleb's go. What's Jester doing? Uh, Jest, Jester would like to probably. Uh, she's going to lose a little air, but yeah, where, is she engaged with anybody? She, she's not engaged, but she's, she's right next to someone. She's engaged with this right there. Okay, then she will uh, toll the dead. Uh, she will cast toll the dead. Yes. Okay, so that's the saving throw for him. What's the save? Oh. 15, wisdom. All right, uh, that is a 13. That is not oh. so. So that's 2d8. 2d12, I think. Oh, yeah, 2d12. He's already, already taken damage. damage. He's already taken damage. Uh, all right, where are my 12s? Oh, question, Matt, did you move me two groups of movement? Because it would be right. for the bonus action, action, and uh, movement. Okay, so, so it would be one more ten. third. So the spell's a bonus action. Yeah, and it gives when you, you cast it, you get that extra juice and then a bonus action on every following round. Right, so it so would be a bonus action so yeah, with the movement. There. Action, thank you. There you go. Thank uh, you for the heads up on that. Ten points. Ten points. Oof. Yeah, he's not looking good at it. And, and uh, she's going to try and get the most advantageous point towards the door as well. All right, and she is currently, both of you, both of you since you've cast spells, go ahead and mark uh, five. Five points of lost air. Okay, five points of lost have? air. I'm just gonna remember that. If five total. Five. I'm for the purposes of, the, of this challenge to keep it interesting. Five points before you are now starting to make. Uh, it's now considered how long you can hold your breath going forward. Like, a, <laughs> like, like each each hits a minute off of the the. the I'll have to look at how I have it worked out here, but. Mm -hmm. um, Makes sense to me. Essentially, at this point now. Jester and Nod are going to have to start making constitu uh, constitution saving throws awesome. each round. Awesome. Awesome. <sighs> All right. I was not prepared for this. this <laughs> All right, so that finishes Jester's go. <laughs> she moves around over there behind the side. Uh, Caduceus, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to take a Blight Staff swing at that one that's right next to Yasha. Blight Staff swing? Gonna... Right there. Okay. Um, you are a tiny man. Disadvantage in the oh, actually, that's true. Actually, never mind. I'm going to. And I'm not going to do that. I'm so sorry. That's okay. right. I'm going to get them into the most advantageous position to make sure that everybody I want to hit is within 15 feet of me. Okay. Mm -hmm. You will swim mm -hmm. up on top of the fountain. Essentially. And I'm just going to hold my breath and maintain it's my the calm. Fountain head. There you go. Oh. So are you doing? Four yeah. and a half feet tall. Okay. And Caduceus is go. Ford, you're up. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm Wait, I'm can I fire one Eldritch Blast and make a melee attack at somebody, or is it? No, it's one it's either yeah. two Eldritch Blasts or two strikes. 
Great. Uh, I'm gonna fire an Eldritch Blast at the uh, the dick that's with Yasha. All right, go yep. for it. Roll for an attack with disadvantage. No, that's fine. Uh, 16. 16 hits. Roll damage on him. God. Four, uh, nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. Alrighty. Is he still up? Still up. Hurt, but still up. I will send the other one that way as well. Go for it. <laughs> I can't let Ash's character die. Oh my god. Awesome. Sixteen. Sixteen hits again. Go to roll damage. For uh, eleven points of damage. Eleven points of damage. That'll do it. Yeah. You hear that? Like the dull impact of the eldritch blast, and then a the second. Under the water, and that flash of light, that second sickly green glow flash in the water. You watch as one of the broodguard kind of begins to float up limply to the ceiling, no longer alive. All right, I will use my 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 my. my. I am going to move away. Um, Yeah, I'm going to use my 30 feet and take an attack of opportunity as I do. I'll get you right about there on the stairs. There you go. Yeah. That'll do. Sure. I swing right there. Perfect. Um, all right, and it does going to swipe at you with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a nine plus five. That's going to be a fourteen. No misses. It does. Oh, it God. scrapes across your your shield as you kind of swim away quickly. Really making it. <laughs> All right, that finishes your turn, Ford. Bo, you're up. Okay, what do I see? Where am I? Uh, right. Quick look around. You're going up the staircase. Uh, you can, still but you're like water? you're part way up. Yeah, it's, but the water it's, is still filling. Yeah, it's still filling, and it's still above you. Like you can, you can maybe catch up to the top if you want to. If you um, use your full movement, you'll get to the to the top where the door is. I'm gonna keep moving upwards, and while I'm doing that, I want to take out uh, the 50 foot rope we have, and then I want to grab. Um, Something heavy that I have, like I've got to have something stupid and heavy that I don't care about, and I want to tie it to the other end. A crowbar. I take a crowbar and I tie it, and I drop it down the well with the rope. Okay, down the stairs, you mean? Uh huh. All right. So you, so you, so you tie, take the crowbar, and throw it behind, so it like mm-hmm. rolls like partway down the stairs. And I'm gonna kind of take the rope and kind of double grab it around me and just keep hauling ass up the stairs. Okay. So with that, you'll make it all the way to the top, and you get to the to the small inner chamber, which is now halfway like stomach filled. And making it to the top, you look up, and you can see there is you know it's it's a little bit crouched down. Um, there is the latch, and there oh. is there is the lock mechanism beneath it. Fuck! Is it? It's locked. Yeah. It locked behind you when you guys entered the temple. Who has the fucking key? One of us has the key. Who has the key? Is there a key? Who's the yeah, key? One of us had the key. We found the key. We found Somebody the key. Has the key. Somebody found a key. It was on one of the uh, the yeah. guys in the first who, who encounter in this chamber. Who found it? Not? Temple key. It says it right here on her equipment list. Who yeah. has it? Jester has it. Jester has the key. <laughs> well, it's their turn now. So uh, the 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 mouse is going to go ahead and make a saving throw. Uh, that is going to be a. 14, what's the DC? I believe that does, I believe, that, I believe that's full damage. Let's see, uh, um, Spirit Guardians. Um, 16. 16, so roll full damage on that. All right. 3d8. That's not 3d8. Eh, not bad. Uh, 16 points. <laughs> 16 points of damage. 
no Reese's peanut butter Ooh, cups. He's in looking this really, one? he's looking really bad. Or other off-brand chocolate? Are, are the Suddenly, other two not, not doing anything, by the way? Or Reese's. When it comes to their turn, they okay. one of them's peanut dead. Butter. Um, oh. No, I mean the uh, the uh, our, our other two friends. So gross. The other two, their turns next. Okay. We'll get to that when he finishes his turn. And but one of them is dead. So yeah, only fair. one other guy. That's fair. Um, so the so the Malison, mm-hmm. uh, burst of of angry pixies swirling around his body is looking really hurt. You can see now, like and like as he moves around, the trail of blood that kind of stays in the water behind the head as it shifts around. Uh, both of the serpent uh, arms look up towards Caduceus, the source of these uh, angry spirits, and is going ahead and make two oh, strikes fuck. against them. Yeah. Do the one right there. That is going to be. Uh, 13 to hit. Nope. Second strike. There was every time. Uh, that's a 12. Nope. Oh. Oh. It's like a, it's like 18, six. <laughs> 16, eight. Uh, bad rolls. I don't. Um, so both swing, both serpent strikes from its arms reach out towards you, and Caduceus, you just kind of tiny enough right now. Although you are you still holding the tiny spell on Caduceus? I have not released it yet. No. What does it do? But is Expeditious Retreat a concentration? Oh, is it? Um, it is. So it's dropped. So yeah. he's regular. So your regular form. Yeah. And uh, you just kind of bear down with the shield and deflect Let both. It, letting the fairies do the work. You can see bits of uh, bits of kind of green and, and pinkish. Uh, lichen kind of torn off and float in the water away from the strikes. Um, that finishes its go. The other brood guard has to make another save. That is uh, a seven plus. No, that does not make it. So full damage on the other brood guard. Are we getting the impression that they are just totally comfortable underwater? No, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Through fifteen points of damage. Ooh. Points of damage, that'll do it. Oh, he does! So this guy also Perfect. sparks and dies in the water. Go, Jester, go, Jester, go! So, that's Caduceus' spell. Um, that finishes there, go. Yep. Yasha's up. Yasha's up. Yasha okay. will, okay. yeah, fucking high ho silver out that biatch. Just oh. 40 feet, so 20. Oh no, right she's out, I thought. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. going out. Oh, she's going out. She's All out. Right. Gotcha. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. And then moving the rest of the way up, that'll get her halfway up the steps there. Right. We'll put her there. Yeah. Yeah, get her out of there. Okay. Finishing Yasha's turn, not you're up. Oh boy. I would appreciate it, but it's up to you. Oh man. I really don't like this water. No, no, no one does. <laughs> oh boy. All right. I will. Battle returning. I will. I will. I will. I will. Doggy. I will doggy paddle towards the snake hand man and and hit him with another. For my expediency. Zap. Jimetti has essentially just swam around this whole thing and asshole. Asshole. Doesn't even need the bird. We'll say for the purposes of this. Avantika has at this point swept up and taken her turn that she should have taken before. Oh, I'm just going to go ahead and take three strikes against the Malice. Oh, great! Yeah. Oh, this might that's be my own fault. Anyway. No, okay. We'll see. With disadvantage, uh, that's cocked. Uh, that that nine uh, that still hits. Is it armor class only twelve? Um, all right, takes ten points of damage. Second strike with the rapier with disadvantage. That does not hit. And the dagger, the dagger strike. Holy hand. Nope, misses again. Swinging out, piercing through the water of the rapier uh, and the dagger, manages to to scrape across the side of its body, but most of the strikes go wide. And uh, 
She's going to continue swimming around this way. So you're going to take an attack of opportunity on her? No, he's, she's still staying in combat. She's not like, oh, she she's moved down. around him, but is staying engaged. Um, but is currently looking to go ahead and make another opening and then dive off back towards the stairs. Um, so not, sorry, your turn now. Okay, my turn. Do I need to first make a constitution save? At the end of your turn. At the end of my turn. Okay. I'll swim up and poke the thing with my short sword. Short sword. All right, so you swim up a bit there. Go for it. Disadvantage in the attack. Oh boy. Uh, okay. What does this thing do? Fifteen. Fifteen hits. <laughs> Fifteen hits and engage with allies. You do get sneak attack damage. Oh, I do. Yeah. They're engaged because it's it's engaged. It's engaged. Boys are engaged. It's engaged with Caduceus and Vontica. Oh, wow. Whoa. Uh, okay, so that's. 21 points of damage. How do you want to do it? <laughs> uh, because it can't see me, I'll just go up and um, and just I don't know I don't use short sword a lot, so I'll I'll like let it float for a second, grab it from behind, and then just like rake it across the back of its neck. As you do, you kind of pierce past all the humanoid muscles across the back of its neck and shoulders. Immediately, the air before or the water before you just fills with crimson, and you see it thrash for a minute. Its serpent uh, arms trying to reach behind to st- strike at you. You just swim away as they kind of go limp, I'm and it sweet. begins to slowly float. Up. <laughs> we are looking. Uh, so that, that's that. You still have a little bit of movement left. I'm gonna go towards the door as much as that I can. Is about as far as you can and get with dash. Yeah, all, as oh, far as dash, I can, you can go. get up there. So you're with Ford. Make a Constitution saving throw, please. Not great. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Okay, you are not drowning yet, but you're on the cusp. That's <laughs> my favorite condition: is not, not drowning, drowning yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that ends your go. Not uh, Caduceus, Caleb, and Jester. You're up. Full speed. Yeah, same for Jester. All the way to the dough. She's going to cast mending. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty. Uh, she's up with Ford, and then I need you to rank Constitution saving throw for Jester. No. Seven plus nine. Sixteen. Yeah. Okay. She's gonna. No. No. Seven plus two equals nine. Shit. <laughs> Actually, Caduceus, I need you to make one too because you did cast the spell Spirit Guardians while underwater. Oh yeah, that's fair. I did. Uh, so she rolled in nine. She rolled nine total. Jester's drowning. Um, Jesus. You see as she she's conscious? swimming and she's like. <laughs> Begins kicking in the water before like. Uh, I I rolled an eight. You rolled an eight. <laughs> Caduceus as well. They both swim towards the staircase, and you see them both beginning to like clutch at their throats. I'm, can I cast a, a, a? I got a crazy idea. Can you I use your full movement to get there? All right. So next turn, I can try something, or if I'm. Next turn, you'll be dead. Next turn, you're going to be unconscious. Okay. Um, all right, so ending your row, Caleb, what are you doing? Uh, well, uh, so I have three ways to move. First, I use the bonus action. Do I reach oxygen doing that? Uh, you can sh- you get up to the front there, yeah. Does that get me to air? It gets you to the last bit of air as it's about to hit the surface. Okay. Uh, so, At the end so of this combat round, basically after Ford, the chamber that Bo is in is now full. The water has filled the entirety of the temple. So all the way to the tippy top? Yes. Oh, balls. Uh, okay, so so I'll use bonus action and movement to go as high as I can. Do I reach the the trap door? If you I do reach the door. I will pull out the wire uh, if, from my spell component and try to jimmy the lock. Oh God, I don't know what to do. I'm underwater, yeah. 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 So I still have action. So I'm going to try to open the lock. Okay. Make a make a 
a lost picking attempt. This will be no problem, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Straight roll disadvantage. No disadvantage because yep. you're underwater. Hey. Oh, it's so good. A natural 20 and a three. <laughs> so that is a, that's a four. It's a four. Oh, that's a failure. You're sticking there trying to get through it. No effect. Uh, Ford, you're up. Okay. Seeing, uh, looking around, still having plenty of air in my lungs, I turn around and see Jester starting to panic, and I know that she has the key. So I will reach out, grab her face, and bring her into a kiss. <gasps> And I will blow all of my air into it her hurt. lungs. Oh, oh, are, you, are you upside down right now? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Shape so, of water. Oh, <laughs> yes. She is no longer drowning, okay. but you have to make a con save at the end of your turn. Okay, fair enough. So that's your action to do that. that is yeah. So you so breathe hot. some of your air into there. All right, do you have slot movement? Okay. He uh, just selfishly wants the door unlocked, I'll try, I'll try and so swim sweet. up towards the top. All right, yeah. so you make it halfway up. Actually, no, because you have full move, don't you? Full movement. You get almost to the top, not fully, but almost okay. to the top. Constitution saving throw, please. Nine. And you, sir, are considered drowning. <laughs> I gotta ask too. I I lost five of those hoo ha's for casting the spell you said. So do I need to make a constitution check? Yes, you do. Okay, let's all die together, guys. Oh God. Thirteen. Thirteen. You're fine. Oh, fifteen. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to around the top there. Bo, the water fills the gap. Take one last big deep breath. Gonna drop down and gonna use that. Nope, the rope is attached to me. Gonna drop down and see if I can go for Jester. Okay, so you're gonna go ahead and pull Jester up. She's yeah, conscious, so you're gonna get her closer. Yeah, I'm gonna take her and kind of yank her up with me. Sure. So you, you go down. It takes you probably like I say two movements or yeah to get down there, and you go ahead and pull her part way up. Are you using your key point for a step of the wind? Sure. My last key point. Last key point. Do that. That'll that'll get her like halfway up the stairs because you you. I'm saying pulling her. The dragon motion sure. is half movement, so that'll get you down to her. Yeah, you'll get her part way up the stairs, so about halfway up to where the top chamber is. That helps. It helps. If, if Whatever there was can air do, I guess. Bo was. Wouldn't there be air where Caleb was? Uh, tech. No, you were below me. I think you were. You would. Well, no. Oh, no. No. I. I'm. You guys were together. It's pasted almost, and I just blasted up to the the top of the temple. You did. Okay, no, I'd say there was enough here. So then I would have <gasps> yeah, you know, failed to lock it. Thank you. <laughs> all right, so you're fine. Uh, all right, ends Bo's turn. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to Yasha. Oh, yeah. Vantica has also swam up, and Jamedi is now gathering as well. Jamedi and Avantika um, both grab Caduceus's body. It was drowning him, again, pulling him up the stairs behind them. That's, good. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, Yasha will uh, head towards the door and just wait for it to open. She's going to okay. use her movement to go up. Yasha gets up there to the top. Um, okay, so Yasha's now there, waiting there in the chamber. There's really? the the gate below, getting ready, looking around, trying to get people to move upward. Uh, that finishes her go. Not. I will grab Jester's horns and pull and, and go up as, as fast as I can. <laughs> okay, so you, so you use half your movement to catch up. To Jester, where Bo is, and then you grab her with a little bit of movement. You move her an additional five feet before your movement's done. Uh huh. You can attempt to bonus action dash. Bonus her. action dash, sure, yeah. You get her another 15 feet. You get her just near the top of the staircase <laughs> on the top floor. Yes. That ends your turn, not. Uh -huh. Now it is Jester's, Caleb, and Caduceus' turn. Caduceus. Um, you are unconscious. I am unconscious. Ah, oh, man. You make a death save. Okay, I was. Oh, I was. God. I was okay. top of your turn. 
I know. I'm just because I need to remember. I need to keep reminding myself the death saves at the top of the turn. Not at the end. I know. I was. I was just like I was saving a, a spell that apparently I didn't know that I was going to lose this spell. So I'm a little just uh, throw out my plans as I had an emergency exit and now I can't use it. I know. Uh, you're uh, uh, 14. 14 is a success in the save. Yeah. All right. Um, that finishes Caduceus' turn. Uh, Caleb and Jester. Uh, taking a breath of air, Caleb would have just rebounded back down and swam. Uh, so I'll use bonus action. If that gets me to them, good. If not, I'll use bonus action plus movement to get to them, which I would assume would get me there. And then I will help not. Uh, I will continue to drag Jester up yeah. towards with, the surface. Between all of you guys, Jester and you, you all managed to make your way up to the top in Jester's turn. Jester. Bum, bum, like fumbles through her sack, pulls out the key and gets it, and oh, so. This is how the ending of the first Poseidon movie should have happened. <laughs> first Poseidon movie, yeah. Because all of this water pressure that is built up at the top of this temple is suddenly released <laughs> as the the latch, and this geyser of water thrusts all of you rapidly out the top. Money shot. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Um, you all get shot about a good 15, 20 feet up. Oh, no. And you have, a gl- you have a look down at what you can see is the temple, which you can now see these like large cracks that have kind of set in the yes. sides, um, where bits of water are kind of just pouring out through small cracks, but now this large guy that's thrusting the air and you all begin to plummet and fall. I cast Featherfall on myself, on Not, on Jester, on Beauregard, and on Fort. Okay. It's my last spell slot. Take, take CAD, take CAD, I'm so good. I already did it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's what I did, Fuck. it's who I know, I not what the hit points exist. on everybody else. <laughs> yeah! yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That would have been the end of me. Yeah, that would have been it. That would have been, that would have been number two, done. <laughs> right there, instant, instant TKO. I throw a wet feather. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Fuck, man. As you Ooh. all begin to drift down, the geyser like slows the, the pressure releases, but now water is just pouring out of the side of the temple, and it's just completely flooding the city. You watch as Yanti that are rushing up the sides of the temple are washed down into the basin that is now the center of the city streets. You can see now that this the city's being thrust out of the side. Some have some have moved to the top of buildings and are glancing up and seeing you guys as you begin to descend. Now you're about to hit the top of this, and there is now a a, a perpetual flow of water coming out the top of this temple. What are you gonna do? Uh, we're about to hit the top of the temple, or just like all on the sides of it? Kind of on the sides of it. You guys are slowly drifting down towards what's essentially uh, a, a raging, uh, water rapid water slide on all ends. The, yeah. It ends with a mob of angry people who want to Correct. kill us, probably. Correct, we can see that. Oh, um, hmm. Jester, at the very or least, is going to cast like Spare the Dying. For like, is going to grab me in the feather fall and cast Spare the Dying. Okay, <laughs> thank you. I'm, not, I'm unconscious. Wow. I think. Uh, you, right. I don't think you made it to unconsciousness because we burst before no, your we turn. Did. No, we. we okay. You're okay. unconscious. You were, you're, you're, I started drowning. But I, I don't know yeah. if you're making death saves. Oh. Is he stable? No, so we haven't gotten to his turn yet. You oh. begun drowning, and then you guys got thrust out, so you managed to just catch breath because it didn't come back to your turn yet. That yeah. very next turn before Jester got to open, you would have been down. Yeah. So you just caught your breath. Very, I did. very okay. last. You did. Okay. The very last minute. Basically, basically, as as the darkness began to take your vision, oh, you were thrust out, and then and your oh, eyes go oh, wide again as you see as you see the sunlight above you as as your kind of your air rushes back into your lungs, <laughs> and then suddenly you begin to drift slowly down. Looking Wait, below, you can see the city down. and the entire uh, landscape of this this strange village um, below you. What the? F- how do how do, fuck do so we? So what are you guys doing? They're on all sides. I people s- down below or down on one side of it. They're on all sides. Like the entire. 
entire city surrounds the yep. temple. You guys only came up on one side, oh, and the water is pouring Let's down. Let's just get all down ends. and out of here. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm also. Yeah. I don't think that that that. Uh, I don't think Spirit Guardians ever goes down. Doesn't go down when I go unconscious. Any spell that's concentration. It's not concentration. Oh, it is concentration, isn't it? Wait, where is it? It says right uh, yeah, it is concentration. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, Let's just get back to the yeah. ship. Yeah, just traveling through the air towards the direction we came from. Uh, as we're in the air, I'm Fuck. gonna take the shield that I stole off my back and kind of slide it under Caduceus's butt like a, like a water, like a, like a, <laughs> like a sled. Yeah, yeah, like a toboggan, and you just kind of like put it there and hold it there. So when he lands, he'll just slide. Okay. So as you all begin to like slowly drift and try and like pattern your way through the air. Um, I'm going to save the purposes of this. We'll make this a, a group skill check on this. Everyone go ahead and make a dexterity check to try and comb your way through the air enough, using your body to try and guide your, your, your plummeting. Yes. Well, you're 12. out. 12. 12. 24. Right. It doesn't matter. You're out. You're unconscious. You're stable. Oh, I'm stable. That's right. I'm unconscious. Never mind. You're fine. Natural 20. Yeah. Success. Three successes, one failure. Jester. 18 plus. Success on Jester. Priyasha? Uh, 18. Success. All right. So only its own failure. So as a group, that is a group success. So you all managed to just. Yep. And both Jamedi and Avantika are fine. So you all manage to just barely like push your way in a certain direction. You're going to drift down. Um, like a skydiving team? Yeah, kind of slowly yeah. making your way through until eventually the surface of the water, the, the rushing sound gets louder and louder as you all strike it. As you do, it carries you down in this rapid kind of Goonies-style water slide. You're all just <laughs> coasting down the side of the stone. You know, elements of the stone just kind of barely scraping and clipping the back of your butt and your back, and you're like, oh god, it's, kind of, it's not enough to damage you, but you're going to be bruised as shit in the morning. Um, but you're coasting down, you can see as the city is coming towards you, the water is now kind of pouring through and snaking through the city. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> there are groups of Yanti that have, that have clambered up onto the buildings and are currently trying to pull themselves out of the water and help others get up out of the middle of this this strange uh, flood that has taken over the center of their civilization. And the water's still coming, right? It's yeah. still pouring out of the temple, it seems. Oh my god. The island is sinking. Potentially. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, potentially. Okay. If this is an island. It's oh, a turtle's turtle. turtle. It's only a turtle. <laughs> it's the Cajun turtle. <laughs> Orly's vengeance. <laughs> you fools. <laughs> All right. So as you guys coast down, you hit the bottom, and you can see now where the water hits and it snakes through. It curves back to the right and the left. Which path are you going to try and guide towards? Right. You have an unconscious sledding uh, fear ball. I'm like behind. I feel like I'm behind yeah. you because right. I've got water walking on. So yeah, I might remember. That you do. Like, <laughs> Mind, I would call out the exact right way to go. It's, it's no. almost like curling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Keep mind, I would know the way that would lead us uh, towards right, the way we yeah. came. Yes, you would. So yeah. are you guiding and shouting yeah, directions? Yeah, yeah. That way, go that way. All right, Whichever so as Caleb's guiding you guys, you guys move around the side, um, kind of riding the water. At this point, the um, the flood of water begins to kind of subside a bit. It's still guiding you through, but you can see now the, the initial burst and rushing of the rapids is not a continuous thing. There is some sort of a tapering to it. Um, you guys just managed to have been there for the, the initial burst. Um, at this point, you guys kind of coast around one side, come around, and you're now going down the center of the street where you previously hid and basically like muscled two of them into a, <laughs> a doorway after stabbing and killing them rapidly. Um, <laughs> You're now kind of gliding through the street along with the, the flow of the water, <laughs> trying to 
keep above the surface. Um, Caduce is being pushed along by a little knot going. Um, at this point, from one of the nearby building tops, um, yeah, uh, you see two of these Centurion Yonti see you guys kind of pass beneath. I mean, giving out a call. And then shouting over in the direction, pointing towards you and other buildings. Your presence is now aware to at least a handful of nearby Yanti. Um, you see them begin to, to. Their weapons were either lost in the stream or were not wielded, of course, but they're beginning to pull out their things. Um, you guys continue to ride this forward. You're leading the path uh, the way you can go. I need everybody to go ahead and make a general acrobatics check to try and guide their body through the water in the direction that Caleb is shouting. This is a group check. Natural acrobatics. 20. Natural 20. Yasha rolled a five. Natural twenty. All right, that, that's those kind of double successes. Oh my so. god! Unnatural twenty. <laughs> Still good. As in a, uh, as in a one. Twenty-three oh and god. Jester rolled a twenty-three. You guys got this shit. Like, don't even. <laughs> yeah, you're just out. <laughs> Jester's been trying to like make her way to, towards him, if if possible. Towards him. I don't know if she can get there. Uh, I think. What'd she roll? She rolled a twenty-three. I mean, she rolled a 19 plus four. Yeah. I'll, I'll say with that higher roll that she's been able to make her way over towards the side of you guys, kind of you know, coasting along. Um, she doesn't actually have anything that can wake me up right she now. Does. She does. She's trying to touch you so she can cast Cure Wounds. Oh my god, she has one left, doesn't she? Yeah, Holy one shit, spell that. <laughs> Alrighty. So, uh, Jester just manages to make it over to the edge of you as, as the water, which was about maybe the flash flood uh, three and a half, four feet deep, is now descending to about two foot. So some of you, your feet managed to, do, to catch the floor beneath, uh, but the water is still rushing rather fast. You can continue to just go with the flow of it, or try and gather your your footing. But uh, you know, it's up to you. But you, you can cast cure wounds on. Going to cast cure wounds on ah! on little man. All right, so a D four plus. <laughs> You're always oh, lethal yeah, to up, me. Oh, it's going to what? D four plus her wisdom modifier. Oh, she is back. Yes, she does. Okay. Uh, Sorry, D D eight for cure wounds. You're right. D eight, not cure. Mm, one point plus four is five. You're at five hit points. You I'm into consciousness on a sled I over water. Did all my hit points when I went unconscious? Uh, yes. Okay. Wow. Well, isn't that? Yeah, when, you, when you're drowning, it brings you to zero hit okay, points. Okay, I had zero then. Well, fuck. All right. Riding the water, eventually you guys manage to, 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 to keep it going. Are you, are, you, are you going with the water or are you fighting it? Might as well go with the flow. Is the well, water going the way we want to go? Yeah, I would be, Loosely, yeah. I would yeah. be calling out this whole time the which ways we want to go okay. to get out of here. So you just continue with the flow of it. The the flow eventually comes to a stop on the outside of the city, maybe about 15 or 20 feet from the tree line where you first entered. Gotta go. Keep yep. moving. Gotta All go. Right. Caduceus in the front, everyone behind him. I'm going to. I'm also going to cast uh, really quickly, since I have nothing else left, uh, I'm going to cast uh, um, uh, uh, disguise self and look like one of the lizard people. Okay. And Yasha will be actually up in, up front. Yeah, we need just Caleb in front of you. up front too to guide us. Um, okay. Yeah. As a note, all the makeup is washed off. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Sorry. Um, so as you guys are rushing towards the tree line, uh, you hear the shouting in the distance. You glance over. Now the water level has stopped. You can look behind and you can see probably two dozen or so Yanti yeah. have now begun to give chase. They're about a hundred feet behind you. But they saw you exit, and they're on their way, giving chase. So now we're turning this into uh, a skill challenge chase. Oh my god! Um, 
as you guys are making your way through. So, uh, as you guys are now charging into the jungle, you're not doing stealth, so your speed isn't as slow. What took you, you know, a day and a half or so to traverse this jungle to the center, you're not, unless you want to keep stealthy, nope. if you're just charging no, through. No, no, no. Run. All right, so thing you've ever heard. full speed, great. So, so we have six rounds of this challenge. Oh, God. Um, six rounds? Correct. Success and failure do different things. Um, who wants to offer something to help in the skill challenge? You, um, much like the resurrection challenge for this game, you know, think of a creative way that you can help your progression. Well, going to be dexterity checks? It depends on what you want to do. Question, are we under 10 minutes since we shot out the top of that pimple? You're still under 10 minutes. Yeah, so I'm still sped up, and so I'm going to run at the front and just shout out directions and call out like holes, things on the ground to look out for. I'm going to lead the charge. Okay. Uh, I will say for that, go ahead and make a survival check with advantage. A natural twenty. Oh! All right, that's one. That's that's two successes on that one. Um, I'll add to that. I would so, offer. Okay. So, so keeping keep, keeping a close eye, Caleb is darting ahead into the jungle, shouting out various issues. Uh, Jamedi is trying to keep up with you, but the behind is also helping you, kind of keep an eye and shouting out traps that he had helped you bypass before, and making sure you guys don't fall off the path that you had made your way through that he had kind of uh, set on his map beforehand that avoided some of the bigger dangers in the jungle. Um, so between the two of you. You managed to get a fair bit in there, and the sound of the tracing Yanti does not seem to be getting louder, which is good. All right, so that's, that's one. Who wants? To, who does the next offer? I was going to say Yasha could take out the ma magician's judge and start cleaving machete style through the brush, like making it far easier for easier for us to move. Okay, so Yasha's going to mush at the front, which is a higher speed than most of you. She can definitely do, and begin to just carve through to the swaths of the of the jungle to make it a, an easier passage. All right, uh, for her, go ahead and make an athletics check, please. Advantage or straight up? Uh, I mean, straight up, unless she's raging. Oh, she, 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 she's rage clearing. Okay, I'll allow that. I'll allow that for this. Uh, 21. That's a 20, success. 22. That's a success. So Yasha's now ahead of the group, just kind of carving through. You can see there are bits where you come out to the front where there's heavy, uh, just dense clusters of tangled vines where uh, the path you were taking, uh, Caleb stops you at the front because you went deviated a little bit from the path where you were because you're just running too fast. And at this point, you're not used to this level of acceleration for an extended period of time. Uh, and right at the cusp of the end, yeah, at the end of your expeditious retreat, right as the spell's about to fade, you come to that group of vines. At that point, you're about to spin to warn everybody, and all you see is this blur of Yasha. Carve through them. They all fall to the ground. The path before you is open. She goes, go! Yeah. Oh, if you just keep running that direction. All right, so Yasha's continuing that. Who's taking the next bit? Um, I'll try, I'll use a thaumatur uh, a thaumaturgy to um, create the sound of a rushing group of us, but throw it happening. I'm going to move Ooh. us off into the jungle in the other direction. Nice. You can create instantaneous sound that originates from a point of your choice within range, which is a rumble within 30 feet. Rumble of thunder. So I'm gonna. The rumble of thunder. You can. Do. It has limitations to what sound you can make, but you can make a rumble of thunder. I can't. I, I can't make it. Oh, uh, uh, the cry of a raven. Um, uh, such as is, is what it says. Oh, such as. Yeah. I see. I misunderstood what you're saying. Um, yeah. There, there are certain small sounds you can make. The sound of a whole group. I'm, I'm uh, making the sound of people rummaging through through. Okay. So rustling in the bushes. Yeah. I'm pushing sense. it. I'm pushing it away from us right. and like moving us in that direction. All right. Make a deception check. All right. Come on, buddy. Come on man. Some sucky stuff. Ah, not bad. Fifteen. Fifteen. That's just barely a success. Just barely. just barely today. Just barely. <laughs> All right. Great. Um, so with that, 
poof, you hear the, uh, the, the chanting sounds, the kind of the war cry of the auntie behind you, and it begins to divert slightly, kind of getting them off track for just a little bit. Um, all right, he's taking the next bit. Who hasn't uh, offered one? There's six of these. I thought there was three. Oh, has, there's six stages of this. Yeah. Is there it's anyone a, like. Everyone has to have an offering? Is there anyone well, tracking us pretty closely yet? Uh, from what you can tell, not at the moment, but you can, if you wanted to use your turn to do something to see if there somebody is. What do you want to do? Yeah, your, your, your crit earlier gave a, a lower DC to the next check, so that helped out tremendously. Um, I'm going to take the rest of my ball bearings and dump them out as we run. Okay. Um, as a note, you're in a, a lush jungle. Probably not going to get Probably not, not, not going to do much on this. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's, a, that's a hard, smooth floor mm. type scenario. <laughs> you can if you want to. Not, do you have anything to offer? I have one thing, but. I don't but, know if any of my ideas are good. Uh, do we have, we don't have eyes on the, the on the Yanti, right? No, not at the moment. As far as. Um, I would wait till they get closer before I do, before I do my yeah, thing. Can we maybe gem, keep... maybe Jester. There's two know. dozen of them, but I don't want to get that close. Well, I don't either, but if they do, I'd be ready for something. <laughs> I, I, I have something else, but I'm curious if somebody else has something. Um, Let's see here. Got an oil flask. I'm gonna I could drop down jungle. some fire, but I don't think it would work well either. Well, sure. So I'll just, uh, yeah, sure. I'll just, I'll yell to, I'll yell to Bo. Bo! Yeah. Repeat after me. Okay. Fluffanata! <laughs> and I'm gonna throw the keg of gunpowder behind us. And I go, <laughs> And I take my ninja star and I go, Wait. Is it on oh. fire? It has to be on fire. Oh my god. I see it and use the glove of so. blasting to fire three so. scorching rays. I don't have fire, I use my fists! Three scorching rays. Do you have a second little spell yeah. too? No, the glove. I oh, the glove, fist. yeah, you do. That's right. Okay. Um, I will say. I could have used the bottle rockets. I could okay, that. this is a combined maneuver here. I'd say, for the success of this, this is going to be a combination of your make a make a roll with your ranged spell attack. Yeah, it's three rays. Yeah, uh, they can go ahead and make a uh, a general strength roll. Uh, general strength. Yes, that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Nice roll. Okay. Managed to lob it behind with a, with a fair amount of, of strength that kind of goes about 10, 15 feet behind you. And I, if, I, if I can, I would push it with the little mage hand, a little, little extra, <laughs> a little, little extra top spin off. <laughs> okay, it kind of boop, boop, does a little whirl. Uh, it through the air and then poof, poof, kind of bounds a bit into the jungle behind you. And how do I handle this? Are these? Is are, you, this are, you, are you detonating it just like 15, 20 feet behind you? Or are you waiting for something else no, to come No, I'm waiting by? for not to throwing it back at them, yeah? Correct, yeah, but they're not, they're not visible yet, though. You don't know where they are. Well, I reacted to Fluffinata yeah, being shouted we'll, and seeing we'll it, we'll so I would track fire. it. We'll I would track fire. it and then hit it as it struck the ground. Okay, would you roll? Well, I rolled three times because it's three rays. Correct. So do I use the spell modifier for this or not? You do. Okay, so the highest roll uh, was a 20. And then the uh, second highest was a 12. So probably, of the three rays, probably only one. one what one. was the second one? Uh, I rolled. Oh, so a 20 and a 12 are the a two 20, highest? A 20, a 7, and a 12. Got you. Okay. So the two hit, go ahead and roll damage. Okay. The damage is going to be important here because it is a waterlogged yeah. 
container of, of, of uh, black powder and may not be enough to truly like ignite or cause an explosion here yeah, yeah, or burn yeah. through the barrel, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The barrel, you said, was mostly intact. It's intact, yeah. It's and but it's wet. Yeah. It's not inside. Starts the delay. It's soaked through a little bit. Barrels are waterproof. Total, total of beer in them. This isn't a beer barrel. This is this. Total twelve. Total twelve. Yeah. That'll be enough. All right. So, as it kind of drops behind. You watch the, uh, uh, the the vision of Caleb spinning behind and releasing the glove in front. These three arcs of flame. Uh, one of them hits nearby bush and just kind of sends it aflame. The other two. One of them hits the barrel and sends it arcing once more. And the second one hits it. It detonates and you guys feel this blast of hot wind behind you as your hair gets blown before your face. The entire jungle around you lights for a moment with with bright uh, yellow white light. And there in that space now, there's a couple of trees that have now set aflame and a section of darkened crater in the ground where the barrel was. The loud blast (laughs) echoes across the jungle of the island around you. I just turned bow and I was like, that was amazing! How did you do that with a throwing star? I think these are magic throwing stars! Oh my god! I think I bought magic throwing stars! (laughs) Um, I'll consider that a success. (laughs) You guys keep rushing. Uh, Yeah, You assume wherever the auntie were, they're a little unsettled by this large explosion in the direction where they're traveling, and it slows them down a bit as they try and like coast around the area where the damage is. Um, However, there seems to be a lizardman hunting party now oh, no. that is in the jungle a little ways ahead of you. This thing won't stop. Like you guys you guys you guys have been running for the better part of, of like 2 hours now. It's a ways through this jungle to get back to the shore. Right, right. Um, so first and foremost, I need everyone here to go ahead and make a uh, constitution saving throw, please. Constitution uh, saving throw. My favorite saving throw. No. Hey. 23 for Ford, 20 for Yasha. Good. 11. Okay. One. You take a point of exhaustion there, Caleb. 10. Ten. Not. Just barely succeeded. And Jester rolled an eight. One point of exhaustion. Okay. Uh, 18. 18? All right, you're fine. Add active condition. Oh, takes a point of exhaustion. Oh, shit! All right, but you guys continue onward. Um, since you're just running through the jungle best you can, full sprint, uh, it manages to keep ahead, but there is a, there is a threat of exhaustion as you continue to move. Um, so you now begin to, to hear the sound, this familiar clacking and like sound of the lizard men that you saw in the jungle before. Who's doing what? That's amazing. We're still doing this? Oh, wait. So we hear. You have four total successes in the round. Uh, you have one critical success, which you hear a hunting party. We see a hunting party. You don't see me, but you hear them in the direction you are. You hear, apparently, the noise and the explosion caught the attention of a nearby uh, lizard men hunting party. I have these bottle rockets. If you can mage hand them away and distract them away from us with another popping sound. And set them off at the same wait. Well, I can light them, you throw, <laughs> and you take it further. Sure. Okay. Sure? <laughs> yes! We'll call it. Let's do it. Certainly not the weird. So you're doing the exact same thing with a different item. It's going to have a higher DC, but you can do it. It's your call. Well, gee, when you put it like that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's something you can do. <laughs> Do you want to do it? I don't know. I feel deeply shamed by my suggestion now. No, no, it's a great suggestion. It's a great suggestion. I'm just letting you know, like, 
progressively doing the same thing over and over again, it's gonna you know, continue to raise the DC. Yeah, she still has the thaumaturgy she could she could mm -hmm. she could do. Um, uh, you can cause harmless tremors in the ground, but where? Like it doesn't say where. Oh, within, within 30, 30 feet. feet. Yeah, that's no. That's the no cantrip. Good. Cantrip stones don't have all that power there. Yeah, they don't. Never mind. She uses it to alter the appearance of her eyes for one minute. <laughs> <laughs> she makes them black. There you go. Uh, Anybody? I can try to assume the form of one of the lizard people in case they make eyes on us. Okay, I've so already done that as two, well. We have two oh, lizard folk in the group okay. now. All right. I have no spell. I'm down. I don't. It doesn't have to be abilities. Can I, it can be just, just, just whatever, whatever you think you would do in the no, in the I area know, to help. We just don't have a lot. We've uh, used I'm all those I'm running things. And I'm I gotta put up the cloak oh. and just sneak. Uh, I we we hear them. Do we you know? Heard, you heard the, the the hunting call them. They were, in a direction that we can identify. Yes, you can. It's somewhere kind of to the front and to the right of where you were as okay, you guys were running I'll through the jungle. Okay, I'll just say, oh. stay here, and I'm gonna put up the hood and I'm gonna dash off in that direction stealthily. Okay, are you guys stopping for not then? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Do I have to roll for stealth? Yes, you do. With uh, advantage, with because advantage. of your cloak. Okay, so that's 22. Okay, so that, that you are successfully stealth. This is not technically a success, because this isn't actually helping sure, the endeavor, sure. but you do manage to move ahead, uh, and at your speed, you come upon the hunting party. You can see now there are about six lizard men with nets, uh, shields, and, and spears that are currently making their way in the direction of near where your party is currently waiting for you. Um, and the more time that passes, the closer the auntie gets sure. to your party. Um, I'm going to cast Mage Hand, and uh, they're holding, you said, uh, nets and what else? Uh, most uh, Four of them have shields and spears, and uh, two of them have uh, spears with nets, and the other ones have nets apparently like tucked behind their back. Like They're, they're out here to catch and drag things back. Okay, Jesus, I got nothing, man. Uh, I'm just gonna try to uh, Mage Hand and like, <laughs> Trip the guy uh, in the back with his own net. Just kind of like pull it, pull it down a little. Okay, make an Arcana check. Arcana check. Yes. Oh God. This is to see if you can influence the magical nature of your cantrip strong enough to try and trip up one of them. Okay. Uh, Arcana check is a twenty. Okay. That's barely a success because that's a <sighs> not a very effective plan necessarily. Sure. Sure. I don't know what else but, to do, but okay. But uh, well, one of them gets tripped up on the net, and the other one's kind of look back at it and start clacking at it. <laughs> and you see they're complaining at the one guy that fell back like an asshole and is slowing down their trajectory. Um, then, moment of distraction, you can return. And you figure you've bought a little bit of time for your party, but not much. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, I guess that's all I'll do. I don't know what else to do. I, I You know what? I'm going to. Uh, Fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna cast message and and tell Caleb, go! And I'm gonna go out and go, hey, fuck, fuck Todd's over here! And I'm gonna just draw their attention. Okay. Oh, no. And I tell the group, he's she's she's doing something stupid. She's uh, distracting them. Uh, I have an idea, but I don't want to leave her. Let's go. And I start trudging through the jungle towards uh, all right. the direction I think You all continue following Caleb, and they are now seemingly turning on you. I'm going to bolt, double dash, fast as I can go away. All right, you're, charging, you're darting through the not, jungle. Not back towards my friends, but like. Kind of in the adjacent to the direction. Yeah. Okay, no worries. They're giving chase, they're following behind you. They know this jungle very well, and they can traverse it very easily. <laughs> However, you're quick and you're small. 
Um, all right, so we'll save for that. Uh, two of them throw ranged spears at you. Uh, that is going to be a uh, 15 to hit? No. Okay. And uh, no, a 12. Nope. Both spears can hit two of the nearby trees, and you keep running. Not trying to make it through. Um, eventually, you hear the sound Drink of. Drink running. Drink running. <laughs> as you're going, yeah. you hear the footfalls breaking through of nearby brush and glance over, afraid to see Auntie, and you can see the shapes of the rest of your group, kind of maybe uh, 25 or 30 or so feet. To your left. Are we able to tell the direction that where the the lizard men are in relation to not, or just Yonta? Not at the moment. Us? You guys are just running. I mean, uh, I mean, the lizard men you knew were kind of off to the front and right, and you guys kind of darted uh, at an angle, and you're guiding them still in the direction and of where you're the. Saying that we all hear the Yonti, or not hears the Yonti coming. Uh, no, no. Well, I saw you guys yeah. through the the woods, but they're yeah. behind me. Yeah, you don't. You haven't seen any of the Yonti. You've gotten enough gaining on them, though they've kind of gotten a little closer, but they haven't appeared yet. Okay, so I can, but I can, t- I can tell the direction that Nod is running, uh, right, or moving. No, you know, you're just. I, we, you've seen us. We haven't seen you. Yeah. Correct. Right, never mind. So you guys just continue to run, continue to run, continue to run. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone, make another Constitution saving throw, please. Great. Okay, 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 okay. 12 for Ford, 9 for Yasha. Yasha takes a point of exhaustion. Ford barely succeeds. DC goes up by 2 every time we do this. Oh, fuck, really? 20 total. 20, success. Secondary point of exhaustion. Your speed is now halved. Yep. Oh my god. Caleb is now <gasps> winded and is now starting to drag the group back a bit. <laughs> One point of exhaustion. Jester succeeded. Oh, we're at 14. 14, uh, okay. She was 16. Uh, 10. 10 point of exhaustion. Uh, Anyone who has one point of exhaustion, your ability checks are at disadvantage right now. Yeah. Two points, your speed is halved. So, um, I remember that well. I I have the ability to carry a large amount because of my size. Yes. Can I piggyback and not get too much of 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 a roll if I throw Caleb on my back? I will make this one of your checks. Okay. So you go ahead and make an athletics check. Oh man. You have disadvantage. Because or you can have Yasha do it. I'll, I'll have yeah, yeah. No, I'll have Yasha. Yeah, yeah, that's a better idea. Okay. I was like, yeah, no, I'm at five hit points, maybe not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you shot the idea to Yasha. Yasha's going to go ahead and attempt to. Um, athletic. Does Yasha have a point of exhaustion? She does. So it's disadvantage on her athletics check. Um, I want to. But it's a biggest Because Unless this is going to attribute to her. Well, a natural 20 and a 12, so that's 19. 19, that's a success. Barely. That puts us at six total successes across the checks here. Yasha goes and throws Caleb, fireman carry over the shoulder, and you guys begin running and running and running for this next additional hour now as you guys are charging through, following the path. You'll see you've gone like three or four hours of straight sprint through the forest. Uh, sprint, stop, run. You're, you're, you're breathing heavy, you're sweating profusely, your body is aching, your mouth is just uh, filled with the worst cotton mouth, you're dehydrated, um, and you can hear the yelping of approaching lizardmen and Yanti as you see the light begin to slowly break ahead of you through the trees as the tree line begins to thin and the faintest bit of blue is visible. And within a few more moments, you break through the tree line and have found yourself back to the white sand beaches of Urukazel. There, as you kind of come out of the sand, 
the, the, the hot kind of reflection of the sun against the uh, uh, the light. You can see now the uh, the sun is is close to setting at this point. Now the sky itself has gotten slowly darker as you move past. Uh, the white beaches have now come to a faint, dull uh, yellow and orange with the coming uh, sunset light. Not poof, emerges from the nearby brush, just catching up with the rest of you guys. I'm exhausted. <laughs> On the ship! On the ship! Yeah, right behind me! You guys look and there are there are the two rowboats that are still right where you left them. Uh, if Yasha's moving towards the beach, I'm, uh, Caleb is going to just start firing firebolt after firebolt at the tree line behind us of 120 foot range and just set the jungle on fire behind us. Okay. Um, I will say roll, roll an Arcana check for me. Natural one. Natural one. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, as a cantrip, the the perpetual uh, fiery quality of it, it can do bursts of damage and 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 plops of flame. But unfortunately, the uh, the tree line here is too humid. Wet. The air here is too wet, and none of the trees are catching. Um, however, you manage to get over. Yasha throws you onto the. Uh, Onto to one of the two rowboats you guys get onto, and at this point you can now see, breaching one side of the tree line, the auntie, the other side, a group of lizard men. They kind of come to a head and look at each other and look at you, and half of each group charges at each other oh, while the yes. other half begins to charge towards oh, the rowboats. Stop the motor! Stop the motor! <laughs> How close are they? Uh, they're about forty feet away. It's a it's okay. a forty foot rush. So they they're going to catch up. You guys, you guys push off and you're rowing out. You're about ten now, 15, 20 or feet off the edge. And they catch up. They start getting their short bows ready. Um, at this point, you hear. Bursts of sand, columns of sand go flying into the air, and you watch as one lizardman. A Yanti gets burst off to the side. You look over, can see the flashes of light on the sides of the Squall Eater as volley after volley of cannon fire is blown towards the edge of the shoreline. A couple close calls, as there's not a, not a perfect aiming implement you need to see as you kind of dodge out of the way and sh-poosh, big burst of water. Some of the auntie dive into the water and are now swimming through, trying to come after you. can see the kind of this, their serpentine bodies like making their way in your direction. Kayla and I are picking them off, Eldritch Blast. Yeah. Hitting them in the water as you do. I'm uh, on the edge doing like polearm duty, like croc hunting. No, no! <laughs> Eventually, as you guys get far enough away from the edge, um, it becomes less advantageous for them to focus on you than to focus on each other. And through the cacophony of the explosions and the rest of the wrestling, it seems a much larger force of both the uh, the lizard people that live on this island and the auntie that are given chase are now kind of focused on each other as a conflict, which is now spilling back into the jungle and away from the beach. As you all kind of very sore make your way towards the Squall Eater. And when now you can see offshore the mist or the mistake has also been pulled off the shore, seemingly repaired enough to be at least semi-serviceable, um, though it's only been a day or so, and the repairs probably aren't long-haul permanent. Um, but for the first time in a very, very long time this day, you all take a deep breath. Some of you taking a short nap as you row yourself to the sunset over the distant, far shores of the ocean. Towards the ships, that means safety. And that's where we're gonna take a break. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh my god. Why did we not take a short rest right when we started? You're the yeah. one who, you're, you're, it's your I, thing. I know. What do you think about it? Damn it. Yeah. That was gnarly. The whole time. 
Dude, you're good. You're good. You're good. Water is your friend. You're good. This is, yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. Damn. Man, I've never felt more useless. Oh, fuck. Magical <laughs> That was a teacher. <laughs> Do we really only have it's only Mutterfingers, we actually learn from these Otherwise, it's just. Words. It's, it's just <laughs> no, there's also <laughs> smudge and. I have a giant pile of stuff in the yeah. other room. Yeah, 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 we got that. I want Mises peanut butter bubbles. <laughs> Nope. I don't have those. That's all they had at Schmodge me. <laughs> Wait, I don't even know what that is. I don't either. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> friends, uh, we're going to go to a break here in just a moment. Uh, we'll return, but in the meantime, we have another Wormwood giveaway, this fantastic, delightful uh, Parag Dice Vault, which um, is magnetized, opens up to keep all your dice, possibly even a couple miniatures in there. Well-kept, beautiful orange uh, color for the Halloween season that we're still celebrating today, damn it! Yes. Um, so to, to enter this, you need to jump over to the uh, Critical Role Twitch chat, that's twitch.tv slash critical role, and enter the keyword once. The keyword is Hydra. H-Y-D-R-A. Uh, we'll come back at the break for a winner. Once again, only people in the United States and Canada, excluding Quebec, can enter. We're working on it. Um, but uh, we'll come back with the winner here in just a moment, so sit tight. Be right back. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Each chapter uncovers a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. You can collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Plus, chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. It's June's job to discover the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. In the business world, we often hear expressions like time is money and work smart, not hard. What these essentially mean is that the more efficient your operations are, the more work can be done in a shorter amount of time. So if your business is getting overwhelmed by too many manual processes, too few employees, and no source of truth, graduate to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. By bringing all your operational tools to NetSuite, you can cut the cost of multiple business systems, reduce manual errors, and increase your overall profits. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Save time and money and see how you'll benefit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. Oh, hey there. Laura Bailey here to tell you all about the glorious goods we create inspired by our stories. Our stores are filled with the basics, like character-inspired t-shirts, dice sets, and pins, as well as more specialty items like fancy jackets, puzzles featuring gorgeous artwork, the comfiest joggers and pajamas ever, and much, much more. There's also a few special items that support charity efforts, like our dedicated Critical Role Foundation merch. You can check out all of our regional online stores by visiting the Shop tab on CritRoll.com, or head straight to the U.S. store at shop.critroll.com. Every purchase helps support our shows and the stories we tell. Speaking of which, let's get back to the story. And welcome back, everybody. So. 
<laughs> so we have a winner uh, of the fantastic uh, Padok Dice Vault. I believe that's how it's pronounced, or not. I might be messing it up. But regardless, the winner is F. Miller 8. F. Miller 8, congratulations. Yeah, we'll get this dice vault oh sent out God. to you ASAP. All right. Don't ever not look. You just automatically get a short rest just because that was the most. Yeah, do we heinous, just collapse strenuous? in exhaustion as soon as we hit the deck? Nope. Oh, cool. Because you row into the ship and there's still the occasional. <laughs> of the final shots were sent off to deflect any uh, interest in following or pursuing you towards the boats. Mm-hmm. As you guys are trying to. Make some distance here. You look over at Avantika, who has her one ungloved hand. You can see kind of the gap where the uh, the open wound is just a little bit of blood trickling down her forearm, where the eye once was. And she kind of looks at it and closes her fist, and closes her eyes, and you feel the rowboat suddenly pick up speed, and you watch as the water and the waves now kind of give an additional thrust, like the ocean itself is like rising and pushing the boat forward, and you watch Avantika kind of open her eyes and smile, and looks over at Ford and goes, well, uh, better luck next time, huh? The boat is now like speed boating across the surface of the water, the other rowboat kind of left behind in its wake. One die roll, man, one die roll. One die roll. Um, <laughs> as you approach the outskirts of the Squall Eater, the uh, uh, rope ladders are thrown over the edge, down to the water, and with that, you all eventually climb up onto the top as some of the crew goes over to retrieve and uh, ratchet up and bring the rowboats back onto the ship. But now you all clamber onto the deck of the large ship and take a moment of respite and breather as you're as the crew of the Squall Eater there awaits. You can see their uh, boulder gut, the large ogre. She stands there, arms crossed, uh, with the stretched leather tunic now, you know, kind of strapped on each side of her torso. Avantika rises, and uh, Vera waits. Her uh, right hand, kind of soothsayer-like assistant, or uh, for this would be considered the uh, uh, the deckhand and spiritual leader of the ship. Can I pause you for one second, Matt? Yes, you may. Did you all fucking take off your costumes? Yeah. yeah. No, we're still wearing ours. Are Is that super glued on or something? <laughs> no. I took mine off. That I saw. <laughs> it got uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's bad luck. You have clothes underneath your Fiber. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. If if, if there's any of us that I would not be able to truly Uh be certain, imprints being left on that chair. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sticky butt. (laughs) Peel off. Peel off. Little hearts. (laughs) Sorry, Matt. That's okay. (laughs) So, um, as you all bring bring yourselves onto the ship here. Uh, Vera approaches Avantika and helps her to her feet and says, like, so, how did it go? Tell us. And uh, Avantika shows her hand. It was a resounding success. And uh, I would say that our new compatriots have proven their worth 
with the flying colors. She goes and goes like a, ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> and I do believe, and you see Jumeli sitting on the ground and goes, yes. You have earned what our contract is shared to you. Um, please, Vera, if you could retrieve the payment. Um, Vera leaves, and a moment comes back with a small chest and hands it over to uh, Jamedi, sets it into his uh, pouch and satchel. He's just, he stands up for a second, nods his head. I hope you understand that with all due respect, this is our last time working together. And the captain says, I, I understand, uh, but it is your loss. There is always more work for you. Uh, where would you like to be dropped off? In the graveyard. <laughs> uh, at this point, Avira says, uh, Captain, uh, at this moment, it appears that we are maybe uh, 11 days of supplies, given the fact that our crew has now swelled. Uh, as such, we uh, could probably make it back to Docto to also complete the repairs on the mist as it is uh, seaworthy, but I do not know how long. So, that would be my recommendation. Maybe making a stop or two along the way, whatever's close by. And Captain considers. Very well, I guess we will uh, make our way westward onto Docto to get repairs done, to uh, supply up, and uh, should you wish to stay, make our way to the, the next leg of our journey. Who knows? It seems that you are up for your own rewards to be reaped, huh? Indeed. Such a mighty display on the way back. I, uh, I feel like I would be left wanting if I didn't try and pursue the same sort of glory. Of course. Well, these gifts are paltry. Once Okotoi is truly free, then the true, the true blessing can be given. Captain, may I ask, uh, you knew of this location already. Do you have a, a lead on another? I have a lead on uh, someone that should be in Dark Tor that will be able to, with the right amount of coin, give us the information we seek. Hopefully. If not, well, uh, well we're sitting there with our thumbs up our asses, but I've paid well enough, and this person has come through before, so uh, fingers crossed, eh? Indeed. Regardless, I think, I think we could all use a bit of rest, eh? Looks over to Caduceus. Uh, that would, uh, that would be amiable at this point. Understood. I'll get Jeremiah to get food cooking immediately. I think a fine meal and a full night's rest is in order. Friends. I'm, uh, I'm impressed. And I'm thankful that you uh, not only upheld your side of the bargain, but you proved yourselves as quite uh, formidable mercenaries. I mean, no disrespect to some of my crew, but when we get back to Docto, she looks at some of the crew, turn around, oh. some kind of Maybe we'll do some trade-off, eh? Send some of them over to the mist, and uh, maybe you'll stay with me for a while. We would certainly entertain 
that very notion. It's hard to think past mm, any sort of yeah. arrest. Sorry, I thought that was hypothetical, yeah. and that we were just to, you know, talk about that later, which we should do. Mm, very well. Mm -hmm. Then we will get some sleep, and tomorrow we will discuss um, how money, how much money we can make together. We'll discuss, uh, we can probably make a stop or two along the way if you're interested. Bring up the map and see what you want to do. And uh, when you've had a bit of rest, maybe a glass of wine. Of course. All right. Go. Rest. Sleep. I shall do the same. Night. She walks back to the quarters, Vera staying there on the deck. Jamedi makes his way down to his quarters. So. What would you like to do? Go to our quarters, well, I guess? Could we have a conversation near the bow of the ship, perhaps? Away from ears? Sure. It, is, it, is it empty uh, towards the bow? Uh, you can find a bit that seems a little more remote, but there are deckhands, there are folks that are always keeping watch. Um, oh, navigator. Oh, I'll be right back. You, you guys find a spot, I'll meet you there. And I'll go back and I'll go, Jeremiah! Give me, give me that! I just take like bread or whatever he has like kind of prepared. Okay, come to Jeremiah. Is this kind of like you eventually start shouting until you find Jeremiah? Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah uh, you, you see, is this this like mid forties halfling fellow, like pale but well dressed in colorful silks and kind of like vibrant makeup. He has this like very kind of um, uh, some of the, from some of the theater productions you've seen. He seems almost made up for the stage, but just to cook. Um, big smile, big curled waxed mustache, hair parted and curled on the sides, kind of like this like light brown auburn hair. Um, portly halfling fellow, and as you kind of shout his name, he goes like, uh, hello? Yeah. Are you looking for, uh, for Jer me? Yep, Jeremiah. I'm Jeremiah. Hi. What's your name? Uh, uh, Bo. Bo, Bo, yes. <laughs> you one of the new kids. Uh, um, I am, I am making food. I would you. What do you have like right now? Some ready? I just kind of, I want to just like chew on something while we talk. Fine, here you go. And hands over like a, a somewhat stale loaf. Thank you. You have like a sausage to go with that? Uh, no, they are being prepared, and I wish not to serve something that is unfinished. Water. Wine. <sighs> Grabs a thing of wine, a small thing of, uh, a, a small jar, and says, You can fetch your own water. Thank you. Sorry, I'm just hungry as fuck. And I go back to the group. All right, you guys patiently wait for Bo to return <laughs> with a, a stale. I got appetizers. Uh, okay, that's there we good. go. That's good. I uh, I should start by thanking all of you for um, putting yourselves in harm's way again. I did not expect that to go the way that it did, but that seems a repetitive notion at this point. What the fuck actually happened down there? We haven't really gotten a clear description, and we're all kind of confused. Yeah, yeah, I I felt, I knew when she showed that exuberance at diving down that it was a, a matter of urgency, and I just couldn't catch her. We we made our way down this well into this open, this sort of spherical room, and at the bottom, underneath some algae, there was a recession, and it looked like it had a space for like an, an orb, right, like the, like the that. eye that's in my sword, and right. in my dullardly moment of trying to figure out how the fuck I would get it in there, she reached out and she has a the same sort of thing in her hand, and she put it in before I could put the sword in, and she uh, it ripped the eye straight out of her hand. 
like just pulled her hand back and just blood was coming out of it. And I thought it had done something to her. But that's when I saw these arcane like symbols light up and they shoot across the floor and straight up to where you guys were at above the water. Yeah, we saw them. You saw them come out? Mm-hmm. What happened? It connected to the pillars and that's when everything started flooding. Then it was just running for our lives at that point. I don't know, I didn't see much else. That type, uh, it was in a hurry, but the type of runes that were in that chamber were one of protection, some sort of ward that I don't understand. It's old. Protection. And it shook the entire room we were in. I thought maybe there were three locks down there, but you only saw one, so. Did. Presumably I, there are two more places in the ocean or in the world for you. One more. That and seems uh, like a lot. But there was more than one. There was more than one creature. There was a... There's also the temple where we found this thing that had the... Uh, yeah. Snake, the Naga. But no recession. The I can't remember when we found the actual cat's eye, the sphere, it wasn't in a recession, was it just resting at the bottom of that? It was just sitting in a, in a pool of water, and you found that amongst other piles. It seemed to be less of a temple and more of a... Scavenged um, artifact. A, a, a scavenged artifact amongst what looked to be a, a marrow den. Okay. That it was just expanding beneath the swamp. Three onyx eyes, three ivory eyes, three amber eyes. The three different creatures. What was the one that was inside Eight. of you? Is it the onyx one? No, it was the amber one. It was the amber one. Yeah. That big, Shit. that big serpent with all the eyes what was the like color? in her captain's. Yeah. The same amber, yeah. Is it the same color? There's yeah. amber? Yeah, I mean, they're yellowish amber, you know, yellowish orange. Just depends on the, where the light hits it. So in the amber was the giant serpent with the tidal wave. Yeah, the same that, you know, she had on that decorated around her office. I mean, it's that's Ukutoa of the. Ukutoa. Uh, but you saw when we were in the boat, she closed her hands and you felt that surge in the water? Yeah. Yeah, like, I think because she got there first and offered her orb, she was rewarded with some sort of oceanic control or power over water. I, she controlled the water? I think so. She's the one who made the flood? No, 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 no. Back when we were in the in the sail in the in the rowboat. Oh, when we when we took off. Yeah, there was I was that. curled up in the bottom of the well of the of the rowboat, just sort of cowering, so I right. didn't see any of that. But uh, so she got she got something for giving up her. I think so. Yeah, her, I, know, I don't know why the water surged hand. out of the temple like that. I mean, I'd... well, we also heard a large cracking sound, as if. A lock had been broken, or you said they were a, a wall had been broken. Protective nature? Yeah. Not so, three murals, three... Creatures. Creatures, beings, three chosen ones. And three eyes in and each. And three different eyes in each. Right. A creature of the sea, a creature of the air of the with sky, fire. And a creature of the, of the earth. earth. A creature of the earth. Do I remember anything from hitting the books in school of Roll gods? a history check. Whoa. It would be history and not religion? And this would be history, technically. Oh, well, actually, have... history or religion. Well, it would they're be... the same. They're the same for me. <clears throat> same modifier. 17. Yeah. 17. 
Uh, Herstory. Okay. So. You recall tales. I mean, there are there are many powerful creatures that have existed throughout history. Um, entities that are either elemental in nature or are, uh, you know, primal forces of power. There are some that are guardians of the world, some that are guardians of the elements within their own planes. Uh, there are many, many types of, of, of horrors and protectors throughout history. Um, thinking back to some of your studies, both historically and in your uh, Cracking the tome of the occasional religious thing against your better will in your classes. Um, there are some entities that were left in the wake of the divergence. Avatar like entities, or at least creations that were meant to be an extension of the power of the gods. Um, some of them are guardians in the world, some of them uh, still remain true to the religions or the, the gods that created them. Some, over time, have found their own interests. Um, some have grown obsessed with their own power without their creator and master to chastise or watch over them and see themselves as a new god, even. Um, thinking back, you, you don't have all the information, but you do know that, uh, thinking back to the murals, and the story, things you've heard about Ukutoa being said. Ukutoa was worshipped by the Kinao, which were the indigenous people of the Menagerie Coast and the uh, Swavain Islands in the vicinity. Um, this Ukutoa was one of these avatar entities that was, that was created by Zahir, uh, the Cloaked Serpent, to be one of its many kind of ambassadors of power and uh, um, one of its greatest warriors in the conflict of the divergence, or the of the of the the, uh, cool. uh, the calamity, big kaiju's kind of thing, essentially. Okay. Um, but when Zahir and the rest of the betrayer gods were banished, along with the other the, the prime deities, the they were now the most powerful beings right. on the surface of Exandria, and as such, new religions began to spring up around them, and the. Uh, Kinao of this area took to worshiping Ukutoa. And Ukutoa began to preside like the next best god there was. And um, you get the sense that these other two entities might be similar uh, relics of this time. Powerful beings created before or during the Calamity, and then left with their gods now sealed away to become <coughs> forces of power of their own. You don't know if they've been sealed in the same fate that Ukutoa was, but based on what you saw in that temple, um, they seem to be connected, or at least uh, have similar structure of worship. Some heavy shit. So I say all of that. I read this one paragraph once, and then like the filigree, there was like a monk with like a trumpet up his ass, and that's why I remembered this section so well. In fact, I still remember the book, but if we go back to the library, I could still find it, we could figure out more about this. If you were to find a place of, of, of uh, deep research, you could probably find more information about these entities, yes. 
That would be a choice. Oh, what? Speaking of choice, what's yours? Yeah, she said uh, for all of us to hear that the real reward comes from releasing the serpent. Is that your intention? Is that what you desire? No, no. It feels like she has bigger plans. I'm not a crazy person, all right? A giant serpent from the calamity uh, the divergence. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that no, that sounds some. That's some medieval shit. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is we, bigger than anything I've ever heard of. So what are we doing? Are we pirates now? Is are that the thing? Are we biding our time till we like leave the water at all? I don't no, want to be on a boat anymore. I know, and I, Caduceus, I, I know your experiences with water have been less than thrilling. <laughs> I mean, I've actually had a good time, but just. I've died a few times, but I'm great. I think the question really is what we're going to have to do about this. I mean, this is the direction that we're heading. This is what's being put in front of us. I don't know if running headlong into the next temple is the best is the best option. I think I actually maybe agree. If you didn't find the answers you were looking for down in the water, maybe it's time to look somewhere else. Well, if I might, Ford, I don't know much about how this magic works, um, but if there's three of these things, right, at least three of these? It seems so. These eyes that need to be placed to unlock the three temples or whatever and release the crazy thing under the ocean, one has been activated. One is inside you. There's one. one. Maybe we should try to find that one. And with that one, we could then safely get the one out of you because we would have the third one and we could just go break it somewhere and then we know that no one could unlock it ever. I'm all for trying to get knowledge out of the captain about, she seemed to act like she knew who the third person was or had been. She also seems very interested in you. And don't get me wrong, she's hot and all, but I question her motives. Feels like she's, I don't know, I don't know. She looks at him like a skeleton key. She needs him for what she wants. I agree with that, and I think she's she's understood that her sexuality can be wielded as a weapon. I, I see that as well. And thank you for the lookout. Um, frankly, between us, I actually tried to keep her underwater after she she got away real it's fast. Fucking though. Brutal. Yeah, and then I had to act like, nah, look at the ground. It was terrible. I fucking <laughs> failed. All things considered, I think it would be best if we left on good terms. I agree. I'd like to find out what she knows about the third and then maybe ask for a bit of respite before we continue. I actually do not feel very comfortable. Let's get to port and restock, and that's when we'll figure out. I doubt she would allow us to leave on any terms. I don't know. She needs what's in him. What if we surprise her, tie her up? And Jester can do her zone of truth thing. We can find out everything she knows. I think. Slit her throat and sink her ship. I would, I, see, I would be all for that, given the circumstances <laughs> of what Bo just outlined. Big, 
big consequences looming that are age-old, timeless things. But if she can control water now, I would be concerned that that effort might fall short and then we'd be super fucked. I just don't know what her abilities are at this perhaps point. A, perhaps a, some sign of agreement to share information with the understanding that you're both working towards the same goals and yes. maybe it would be better to have two groups doing this instead of one. Yes. I, I need more info, Caleb. I need more data, more knowledge, more, I mean, you read books on this stuff. There has to be someone out there that yeah. knows more about this before we just no, charge definitely. in. She's already said that she's sent people out to do this work. It wouldn't be that much different, I suppose. If we have what she needs, she'll have to have to play nice. But if we just leave her, she could go off and do God knows what. As opposed to what? She has to find if we can stay with her, we can like stop them. it before she we does really it. really can. I think she's only interested in the one creature, so she's only interested in this this type of eye. I don't even want to start to think about the onyx yeah, eyes or the ivory eyes. Yeah, if we want to leave, we are not going to walk away, we're going to sneak away. She's not going to let go of you. You are a key that she needs. She set herself that greater things come when the serpent is released. The giant, godlike serpent. And I would ask you, we're all here, we like you. And if you are being completely forthright with us, we're good, but if we get the slightest whiff that you are after what this woman is after, I can't speak for them. I'm not interested in being here anymore. Yasha puts her hand on your shoulder and says, Faith is a funny thing. Be careful where you place it. You can give strength. Or it can lead to terrible things. Thank you, Yasha. I understand your concern, Caleb, I do. I have small curiosities, just from the things that I've seen. I have no interest in dealing with matters that predate time as we know it. I'm pretty simple. These days I've spent with you are the most exciting of my entire life. I'm not looking to end them or the world by frivolously giving up something that I barely understand. I'd like to try to ask if we can go separate ways, and if she says no, I would play that we would join her in her voyages in the morning and then sneak away, but I'd like to try and do it amicably if we can. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with maybe asking for the mist. I think maybe Caduceus has a good point if we can convince her that we're still part of her crew but doing our own recon. To be honest, yes, it would be worth actually filling, uh, following through with it anyway. She knows things that we don't, we get to find out. And yeah, we took all that time to learn how to sail the damn thing. Maybe. Also, that boat is fucked and they could shoot us to bloody hell if they wanted to, so it won't be that big of a stretch if we just wanted private sleeping quarters. For sure, I think either way, we have to make it to Darktoe. I agree. And we need a second ship. 
third, if she doesn't have a specific location, two ships find that thing faster than one. Mm -hmm. That's true. What do you say? We'll, we'll have to play along until we get to Dark Toe, and it is not somewhere that you normally want to go if you're not of the pirate variety. <gasps> yeah. None of us have any chance, uh, any other option but to play along. Yeah. Regardless. Is but this some sort of pirate town, or? Yeah, I think it's like a pirate island. It's like a <laughs> hideaway. You don't go there unless you're looking for trouble, or unless you are the trouble. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, speaking of trouble, kind of exciting. Are you going to take her up on that glass of wine? Shit. That yes. she has mentioned like three times. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's yeah. Jester doing right now? Fuming. <laughs> Touching her lips. <laughs> Jester is carving something into the bow of the bow of the boat, and we don't know what. It's quiet. She's got just. Axe and she's moving it in a direction without looking. Yes, trying to look. Uh, I suppose I, I should to keep relations up. Yeah, well, you do what you have to. Yes. Yes. All right. I'll see y'all uh, underneath, and I'll wait. Take this vial of acid, just in case. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she'll try something. Just splash it in her face. I don't know. In her face? I don't know. I think it just burns. I don't. I don't know. Sure. Whatever. Whatever. Just, is it magic acid? Nope. Just acid. Okay. Did you make really? this? I did. Thank you. Yeah. Are we just going? Are we now just going to go and sleep and properly sleep? And well, no, not until he comes back from his rendezvous. I'm going to go to. I think I'm going to go to sleep. I don't All know right. about the, the rest of you. I'm going to pat him on the shoulder and just just for fun cast protection from poison. Ooh. You got an hour. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Caduceus. Hell no. I'm gonna I'm gonna make you a fan of water before your life is done. I swear. Uh, I don't mind it. I, I think I just have a, an issue with the things that are in it and being under it. And I'm gonna go to sleep and probably yeah yeah throw a blanket at all. You're gonna be my strongest <laughs> acolyte. You're gonna not. preach the words of the water. It's terrible. No, it's really not. I mean, look how good you're doing, right? You're thriving, surviving. <laughs> this was the worst day of my life. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> Your whole life. I mean, I, as far as I can remember, I mean, this was a really bad day. <laughs> and water had a lot to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. Sure. <laughs> and I'll make my way towards the captain's quarters. We're going to figure out a way okay. to breathe underwater. It's going to be oh, okay. Oh, I don't care about being underwater. I just don't right. look at it. <laughs> Come on. So you guys all go to rest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exhausted. All right, you guys go to rest. A long rest. Um, you head your way to the captain's quarters? I do. All right. You head to the door, it's closed. You hear, like, from a moment, you hear this kind of, sounds like the sound of rushing water. Uh, she's cleaning up. I'll try the door. 
Okay, it opens up. Uh, it's it's the the normal kind of office, you know, kind of den setup, but there's the balcony out back that opens up, and there in the balcony, uh, Vantika standing on the balcony, and you can see there's this like column of water that's rising up out of the ocean, and she's nude, um, and so it's just it's just right it's just washing her like she's kind of in the process, she's in the throes of of kind of manipulating. This water, this she's she's just learning whatever yeah, this new gifted power <laughs> that she has, and is and is just her hair is twirling up into the stream, and it it's this this beautiful almost dance between her and this 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 elemental force that she now has, and she kind of looks back over her shoulder at you, knowing that you've been there for at least a couple minutes. I'll be just a moment. Don't rush on my account. Um. Eventually, the water splashes down and off the side. She walks back out of the uh, the night air um, and pulls her hair up and kind of ties it off. I've seen this film. Um, takes a little silk robe and places it over and sits down. There are already two glasses placed on the table, and she uncorks it and pours two glasses. To your success. To our. Success in time, huh? One can hope. It's only fair you've been on this journey far longer than I have. This is true. (laughs) 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 Not the best wine you've had, but it's serviceable. Not aerated. (laughs) Well, uh. I, I. I am excited for you to experience this. I am as well. Is it everything you thought it would be? I've only but scratched the surface, and uh, I've never felt a connection like this with with the sea that has been my life. It's incredible. I can only do it in bursts, but I can cause it to swell and move and part in the flood and shift. It's Soon, she reaches out and touches the top of your hand. Soon, I promise. Now, um, we were talking before, and uh, I think it's only fair. And she takes another big sip. Your um, your blade is very interesting. I knew one other who had a blade very similar. Referred to it as the uh, Sword of Fathoms. Sword of Fathoms. The previous chosen. Can you tell me more about this person who wielded it? Uh, uh, his name was Vansley. <laughs> A fine sailor. A foolish coward he ended up to be, but he was the one that opened my eyes to the uh, the destiny of Okotoa. We traveled together for a number of years before he just abandoned and absconded with something important. I've been trying to find out where he went. He was very slippery, and 
however he is. Either what you have in your sword is what he took away, or wherever he is, he has the third with him. And this Vandran, you say he told you about the Sword of Fathoms, or he had a Sword of Fathoms? He carried the same blade. Carried the same one. Was there a an area, a destination, a direction that you last knew that he was going? Is it in our interest to try and find him? It is very much in our interests. We were going to go and visit this very island some time ago when he was the only one to have one of these orbs. How did you, how did you find, if you don't mind my asking, yours? Well, um, I had to uh, kill a number of men. It was being auctioned off in Port du Malais, and uh, there was a collector. Word had gotten to uh, us that this artifact was sold off to this individual, and, um, well, needless to say, he put up a bit of a struggle. I'm sure he did. But thankfully, uh, this collector enjoyed nights long at sea, and that happens to be our specialty. So his corpse now adorns one of the many beautiful islands, and, uh, well, now, I have this beautiful uh, reminder in the hand. You can see it's now mostly healed over, um, but there is like a, a scar where this orb once resided in her palm. I'll stand and just kind of pace around the quarters, looking at the various iconography of the serpent. As you're as you're pacing, she just kind of talks towards you. It's very interesting that you carry the same blade as Van Zoon did. And uh, come to me with what could very well be the same mob. Do you know this one, this Vandwin? I don't. Well, we should find him. Make a deception check. sword came to me in a very unusual way. I've been a sailor for many years myself and was lost at sea during a storm. And when I woke up, I found myself on the shore and there in the waves next to me was this sword. I don't know how I got there, but as soon as I grasped it, it changed everything. The sword however, did not have the eye, the eye we found later, my companions and me. Who else was on this ship with you? 
various other sailors, um, our captain. Who is your captain? Captain Twitchwood. Do you know him? She smiles. I appreciate that you are a very accomplished liar. But so am I. And the only reason I still sit here before you with the dozen or so scars I carry is because I have been very keen at seeing through the same skill. A, t a 23 level skill? Okay. <laughs> Captain <laughs> <laughs> Then I'm sure you can understand the need for secrecy for a small circle. You know Vandalin, don't you? I do. And he was on this ship that you shipwrecked on, eh? Do you remember where the storm was? I remember where we found the stone. Do you remember where the storm was? The storm. That sunk the ship you were on? Yes. And this was the last time you saw Vandrin? I feel like you know the, the rest of this story and I'm at a disadvantage. I don't necessarily, I've not seen Vandrin since he absconded with this, how many things. He would not travel without both that sword you carry and the orb he stole from us. So wherever that ship has sunken, there's a very good chance that it has the third missing orb. Do you remember where the ship sunk? She reaches down and pulls out a map and rolls it out on the table before you. Put your map up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Splash acid on it! <laughs> <laughs> you got this. That was a good Oh, man. Get it, get it. Now, between you and I, yes. do I, we were, we were, there was a storm, do I remember? You do recall. Okay. It was somewhere coming back along this trade route. Okay. And somewhere in this space, the storm had blown through, and this is where it's like, and you washed up. Dark toes over here. Dark toes right? over here. You washed up on this island here. We're over here. You guys are over there at Urukazel. You washed up over here. Because the storm was in this vicinity. Okay. 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 Yep. Uh, fuck it. Yes, <laughs> I do remember where the ship sank. Then, my friend, I think we're going to do even more amazing things together. I agree. I believe that we'll have to wait until we find ourselves on Darktoe, though. I've been patient this long. I can be patient a bit further. Very well. And she kind of leans her forward with the wine glass very close and goes, 
It's been a very long day. I think rest is in order. <laughs> I would agree. She takes a big, long drink of wine, sets it down. Well, there are ways to complete a hopeful future pack together. Many different ways. Yes. 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 Yeah, I'll go for it. I will. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, mm, oh god. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yep. 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 I will. I will keep uh, Avantika's hand and walk around the desk. And I will try the old lean in and see what the reaction is. Man, all right. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I'm getting some Twitch wood right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, quickly, her hand grabs the back of your head and pulls you in. Oh shit! Um, I'm very mixed about this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's a very powerful woman, and you find yourself very quickly overpowered. Um, and you are allowed to... <laughs> um, for the sake of, of, of brevity. Um, not the most restful evening you've had, but yeah. an, an evening is had. How many points of a jostrum? <laughs> um, Make a constitution check. No, I'm never going to do that in a game. <laughs> sure, go for it then. That's your own. 16. <laughs> no. You disappoint your dungeon master. <laughs> so, uh, I wouldn't call it a romantic evening. Sure. But a, but a, but a, but a very. An kind of, adrenaline. An adrenaline. Uh, Union uh, of two business yes. partners of a of a similar goal. Um, the sound of fish slapping against. <laughs> They're both of the sea. Uh, right in the blowhole. And we fade this back. Um, see, see. I, I do. I uh, make my way back to quarters before sunup. Um, I don't know if I want to stay the entire evening there. You do fall asleep together. Oh, okay. Unless you choose to, to not wish to. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm not gonna stay. I'm not gonna stay. Stay. Okay. No, you don't walk out. You don't walk out of the captain's quarters at, at sunup. Plus, we're super tired. So I will leave and right. try and stealth back into the quarters with everyone else. I have a passive perception of 18. <laughs> I know. Hopefully, you're super asleep. I know. Roll a stealth check. Come on, compromise gods. 18. Oh, fuck. All right. 
Um, you carefully and quietly tiptoe your way through the hallway to your assigned quarters, of which you are sharing with whom? Caduceus. Caduceus. Uh, Caduceus, one eye suddenly opens as you are, you are keen to be somewhat aware of living alone mm. out in the middle of a dangerous wood to any sort of aberrant noise in the vicinity. You hear the faint creak of very gentle footsteps as Ford makes his way into your chambers. Can I figure out what happened just by looking at him? You? Yeah. <laughs> well, with your bad decisions. <clears throat> as you all rest, a long rest, long rest at sea, as the squall eater and the mistake make their way towards Dark Tote, the far west. We'll end tonight's game there. We'll pick up there next week. Um, and also, everyone levels up. Everyone's level seven now. That's a great ending. Wow. That's a good wow. finish. <laughs> so to that degree, while I have you guys here, let's roll some hit points. Sorry, roll some hit points uh, for those who are present. Do we recover our exhaustion? Yeah, it's one. One. Yeah, you have, over the next couple of days, you will. Oh. So we'll say because this is a multi-day travel to get to Dark Toe, So okay. yeah, you'll, your big points of exhaustion will be gone like, by the time it matters. I'll let you roll first. I should yeah. probably roll for Laura. You think? <laughs> she would appreciate that. I mean, like, hey, it's your head, man. D eight for me, right? D eight for you, yeah. Well, oh, five. Five, five minutes. Pitiful. Uh, it's a D8 plus your constitution, yeah? Yep. So, nine for me. Nine. Wow, that's nine. a one. We roll one's for hit points this month. That's a two. Nice. <laughs> nine, that's not, it's better. Thanks. One, 71. Eight. There you go, not. So I, I, I re-roll a one? No. 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 Okay, so uh, rolling, rolling a d8, right? Correct. What'd you get, Caleb? I rolled a two, so that's a, a right. con bonus. It gets me to four points up. Four more Woo! points. Six. House. So <laughs> I got uh, points to you. Yeah. So that turns my roll. To be fair, you guys have been rolling 35. fucking great for hit yeah, points really for like have. many levels. Really it's really time have. for there to be some balance. Yeah. I feel like I should re-roll this again. No, no you no. take a good one, dude. <sighs> stop, stop, stop you did fighting in all of us. I rolled a two. So <laughs> oh, I rolled good at hit points. This is bullshit. Five. You're so weird, Sam. This <laughs> <laughs> yep. feels yep. cheap. How's it feel cheap? It's because I rolled a one first. But I reroll ones because one. I know you're a good man. I already said it. As a player, it's the worst feeling. Two sucks still, but it doesn't suck as much as a one. Uh huh. That's how I do it. Uh, why do I get it at level seven? Yeah, you do manage. All right. Well, we're not going to sit here and subject you guys oh, yeah. to us slowly no, leveling no. up at the table. This is entertaining. Uh, although I'm sure there are a few that would love to see it. Um, we got the important part out for you guys. We'll pick up here next week to see what's in store for the uh, the company of the Squall Eater, of which the Mighty Nine have joined, the uh, the union of partnership of Captain Avantika and Ford, uh, and the uh, the eminent Dark Toe. In your future. Semen, semen everywhere. Oh man, not a drop to drink. drink. <laughs> no? No, no. I don't even know. I don't. I don't. <laughs>
Wasn't even great. <laughs> wasn't even a good me. one. Nope. I think it finally <laughs> happened. Easy. I think you finally broke me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm broken now. Broken. I'm a broken man. <laughs> On that note. Have a wonderful night. We love you guys. And is it Thursday yet? Oh, Good night. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Critical Role. If you've enjoyed this ever-weaving story, please consider rating and reviewing our podcast. You might just inspire someone new to hop on the wagon for the journey. We have plenty more stories to tell. Stay tuned, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>